Seven minutes after the hour of 8 a.m. And uh, that means it's time for Tom and Shane. Uh, and Tom and Shane are both here, believe it or uh-huh. not. <laughs> Making radio great again, metal floss for your brain. Uh, Tom and Shane, living like it's still a free country. And the only reason to have Saturday, we are this close to entertainment. So, ain't that right? It's National Underwear Day, Shane. National Underwear Day. So I hope you have clean underwear on in case you're in an accident. That's what my mother always told me. Uh, Make sure you wear clean (laughs) underwear because uh, you're laying there all bloody. And heaven forbid you should have a nicotine stain on your undies. (laughs) That's right. That's, you know. At our age, we have to change our underwear every day. Well, uh, several times a day, actually. (laughs) Oh, really? Not me. No, I don't have You're you're continent? (laughs) Totally. All right. It's also Sandcastle Day. It's Blogger Day. It's Work Like a Dog Day. And it's Mouse Turd Day. I'm I'm sorry. My glasses. It's Mustard Day. Yeah, so having that going for us, so. Well, it's a drizzly, uh, it's a drizzly, nasty, th- uh, sweet pea weekend, Shane, and uh, the fly-in is going on over at Three Forks with the uh, vintage planes and everything are over there. So, uh, if you get a chance to go to Three Forks today, check that out. And uh, cool. yeah, it's pretty, uh, pretty fun over there. And and is there like a a, a carousel circus there for this and? Nope, just the planes. Yeah, just the planes. Yeah, they have a flower nope. bomb. Uh, they have a flower bomb contest where you fly over a barrel, a, a painted red barrel, and you fl- oh, throw flower sacks yeah. out and try to hit the barrel. There and, you go. And That's then they've got cool. a they've got a strip on the uh, landing uh, a tarmac, I guess, um, of flower, and uh, planes try to land and hit their wheels on that stripe. <laughs> so, oh, that's so. cool. That's a fun thing, and you get to see all the old old time planes and everything. Any wing are. walkers? I don't think so. I don't think there's any wing walkers, but oh. I don't know. So anyway, if you get a chance, uh, go over three parks that started yesterday, so uh, they're doing it today. And Sweet Pea Weekend, of course, is going on today. Uh, Main Street's closed for the parade, and they're going to get rained on. I think Shane, it's kind of drizzly out there and overcast and oh. nasty looking. And, Whatever, so. Well, you could use the rain, so that's a good thing. Well, sure. Yeah, we need the rain. There's no question about that, so. Well, Shane, uh, Devin Archer showed up at uh, the Oversight Committee, and uh, I don't know, I I sent you this transcript uh, uh, of his testimony, and um, I don't know, I, I thought he did his best imitation of Sergeant Schultz from Hogan's Hero, I know nothing. I know nothing. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't know anything. This was. This was like. This was like Adam Schiff's whistleblower. All right, that's a sad takeaway, but uh, that's okay. I don't. I don't think. I don't see that from you know the, his uh, um, the document you sent sent me and I read, but that's okay. Well, uh, he twenty phone calls. He wasn't privy to any of them. Uh, conversations between Hunter and uh, or uh, between uh, Joe and any business uh, associates. He didn't have any any knowledge of, or wasn't privy at any of the meetings, other than a couple of dinners. 
Oh, so, other than a couple of dinners, okay. Well, you know, I mean, you had dinner with people, so what? Okay. I mean, I don't know you, that. You, you what, what did you take away? The, what did you take you, away? You look at everything the Democrats do that you know, that way. So you know, you, no. you're like the. Well, you tell like me what did you see? Yeah, and that's fine. I I have no problem with what that. What did you I see? Think, what did you what see? I I think it's it's incredibly damning to the president of the United States. It's a firsthand account of somebody that uh, has said that. Uh, um, he was involved. He knew what was going on, and he, he talked to his son. He met people his son was doing business with. Um, most likely uh, had a benefit, and uh, uh, from what was going on, because uh, that certainly what what was ex you know uh, shared with him and Trump or Hunter talked alone, not with not with the father there, but they they talked about the big guy. So yeah, I th I think it's an indictment of. Of a corrupt, uh, organized family, and that's been in Washington. And I mean, even the woke media on the left is admitting that oh, everybody knew about this. This this was the you know uh, the best kept secret in Washington. How corrupt mm -hmm. the the Biden family mm -hmm. was and has been from the beginning. He, he mm -hmm. look when when a guy can't run for president because he, he steals somebody else's speech or. He lies about his education or, I mean, he's a perpetual liar. So it just reconfirms the fact that he's a liar, that he's lied to the American people. He lied about the uh, his experience as vice president. And uh, you can tell by the leaks this last week, like, what this is great. Washington Post and New York Times print out this leak from O'Biden about their lunch they had in June. And uh, it, it, it's a red statement. Like, this wasn't a leak. The, you know, Obama's people gave the, them a, a actual statement. When you read it, it's, you mm -hmm. know, it's word perfect about it. And warning him about uh, Trump and that, that, you know, he is definitely a, will be a challenge for him. And uh, mm -hmm. the Democrats are making the mistake of not uh, preparing for it. Mm -hmm. That's what I think. Okay. From our text line, 478-8298, uh, so if I'm doing a drug deal and call your show in the middle, does that mean you were part of the deal? Uh, if you call me and I give you uh, a price that I'm willing to pay, yeah, I would say it is. Hey, look, if you know who, what, and where about a, a, a mm -hmm. someone breaking the law, you, you can be yeah. charged as a part, part of the... Mm -hmm. of that group so yeah yeah if i'm a if i'm driving the car and i don't know they're robbing the bank that's no just that's not a defense that's right <laughs> I, I there was a police officer charged this last week or found guilty this last week in court for not paying taxes sixty eight thousand yeah. dollars i can't remember what city he was from um was it minnesota or i i don't, no, no. I don't know where yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, he and he's yeah. he's going to jail for you know a couple of years, mm -hmm. and it's sixty eight thousand dollars he failed to pay. Yeah, you're talking millions on the part of of Hunter in just that, you know, that charge. So, yeah, yeah. we'll see how this ends up in the with yeah. the Delaware uh, judge and and uh, what co they come up with the first of September. Yeah, uh, to to uh, present her as far as charges but uh, she'll take it to court she, you know they, they've charged them mm -hmm. so 
she's I think she fully intends to have a case, you know, have a court case and it'll happen, you know, in September, October, I think it'll be it'll happen before Christmas because it's been going on for five years. Yeah, no, it may happen. Well, Archer said he had no knowledge of whether Biden altered any U.S. foreign policy while he was vice president to benefit his son uh, and asked flat out if he was aware of any wrongdoing by the then vice president. He said, no, I'm not aware of any. So, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Archer couldn't corroborate that Burisma owner uh, made uh, two five million dollar payments to Hunter and his father. Um, the Republicans last month released that uh, FBI form, uh, but um, he couldn't corroborate it. And uh, I don't know. There was just I, I thought there'd be a whirlwind of um, of news after his testimony, uh, particularly after the transcript was was released. But there was well, there wasn't any shame. I mean, well, they're not. They're, they're not. There's no one talking about it. The, the yeah. Only people talking about it is talk radio and uh, and Fox. Mm -hmm. The other stations, you know, they want to ignore the greatest mm -hmm. uh, corruption scandal in the history of your country. I mean, Nixon mm -hmm. was bad. I was there. You were there. Mm -hmm. uh, oh yeah. Ra Reagan, yeah. you know, on a scale of one to five, Reagan's was like a three. Yeah. Nixon was a five. This is like an eight. You know, this is uh, mm -hmm. you, know, you have to go back to the beginning of your republic, you know, back with, uh, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the the Madisons and Adams. And and, you know, I, I think it's important. Everyone knows that the election of Thomas Jefferson in 1800 was decided by the House of Representatives mm -hmm. because the Electoral College was corrupt. Yeah. And uh, 1820 or yeah, 1824, John Quincy Adams, you know, uh, Quincy uh, President Adams' uh, nephew, or again elected by the House of Representatives because massive confusion over the Electoral College uh, ballots. So this this has happened twice in in your country. This isn't something new, but you know they see everyone seems to want to deny your own history, and and uh, the interesting thing it took them until 2020 uh, to decide to change the law after um, th th what happened in, you know, on January 6th and to amend the, the right of uh, uh, the vice president to move the, or accept, uh, um, you know, people's requests to have uh, the uh, ele Electoral College representatives uh, um, heard. But the, pro the problem was that... Uh, Vice President Pence did that. Yeah. People came before the House or from the House to, um, you know, suggest that it needed to be considered. And, you know, he asked all of them, Do you, is that signed by a senator? Because if you're going to put that request mm -hmm. before the vice president in that situation, you have to have at least one senator signing the paper with you. And, and nobody has. No one did in the 2000 election between... Uh, um, you know, the Bush and idiot, and then mm -hmm. and then 2008, and so on and so forth. Uh, so 2016, same thing. But uh, we'll see how this turns out. It's going to be quite exclusive, actually. This this is going to be a very exclusive uh, situation because Trump will mm -hmm. will move right through. You know, you know the process to the nomination and the election. Yeah.
Well, we'll see. Uh, hopefully they can put this off till after the election, but I don't know if they can or not. Uh, the judges are they're, they're in charge of when, when things go to trial. So, you know, they well, can ask I, for all the continuances they we, want. I but. think this lawyers will move quickly on this one um, to the appellate court for dismissal, and then they'll move to the Supreme Court for dismissal. And I think in the fact, the fact it's an election year, they'll take it up. And uh, basically, it'll it'll be a nine zero vote in favor of Trump. What what they're doing is mm -hmm. senseless and ridiculous. You can't pull out a two hundred year old, mm -hmm. you know, uh, uh, law that has nothing to do with what yeah. went on January sixth and, and prosecute someone. Um, when 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 you look at the charges, it's the same that Smith did with the governor of Virginia and uh, that famous lawyer that you know had a. Mm -hmm. Ran, ran for president and then didn't because his camera girl and him had an affair. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Mendez, Senator Mendez, all three cases, Smith um, yeah. went after them for this of similar things, corruption and so forth. And then all of them were overturned either by the appellate court or the Supreme Court. You know, they basically booted him out of the courtroom. So this guy mm -hmm. is a corrupt idealist who doesn't perpetuate the promise that a federal prosecutor will n not look for the law to charge the man, but um, look at the accused and find the law he broke. And uh, it, it, you, you can't go into a courtroom before a judge with a concept, yeah. you know, an interpretation, let's say, of a law. Yeah. Uh, you're, being, you're, you're being a prosecutor <laughs> and a judge and a jury <laughs> before a judge and a jury about, you know, the defendant that, that you've charged. And, and that's what this guy Smith has done. I, he should be disbarred. He, he's, this guy is, uh, you know, he, he's an embarrassment to your, your legal concept of law and common law. It's yeah. really it's disappointing. But yeah. uh, <laughs> your attorney general uh, backed it and you're, President backed it, and your president said on tape mm -hmm. that you know he would do everything he possibly could to prevent uh, Trump from running. So yeah, there, there you go. go. I mean, I mm -hmm. and every one of the charges has followed something bad that's happened to either Hunter or President Biden mm -hmm. in the media about their family corruption. So it's just. Yeah. It's bad. It's really bad. Well, as I said, on the one on the one hand, you've got everybody who is voting Democrat doesn't believe any of the charges against Joe Biden, and people who are uh, I, I don't I don't believe that, and I don't think you should say it, make a st blank statement like that. I I really don't. But well, it's I, uh, no. who's going after him? I I don't see well, any news let's media say going after challenging him. it. Unless they're challenging, not necessarily they don't believe it. You know, he's he's innocent until proven guilty, uh, just like uh, Trump is. And Trump's innocent until proven guilty. But I, I think more and more people are looking at the information being provided by whistleblowers and people mm -hmm. testifying and government employees uh, that are testifying and documentation that's been out there for several years and going, now, you know, there's ten pins in bowling, and and you're 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 a, this is like a twelve pin game. Well, uh, 
it doesn't matter what's going on in Congress or what's going on. Uh, what have what matters is what's going on on Main Street, and on Main yes, Street, yes. the the Democrat side uh, doesn't believe anything about uh, Biden. They're not seeing it in the news. They're not seeing the news go after him. So where's the problem? And they see everybody going after Trump, and the Trump people are saying, "Well, he's a victim." Uh, he didn't do all these things. They're just trumped up charges to keep him from running because we're terrified he'll be elected president of the United States again. So yeah, but th- th- this is as bad as uh, Trump's womanizing in 2016. Yeah, well, you know, you and I have talked about this. Oh, sure. Yeah, and and the difficulty the Democrats have is just with overshooting. Mm-hmm. I mean, they just you can't continuously charge an ex-president with crimes federally and uh, and state uh, years after leaving the office and uh, having not done it, you know, two years ago or three years ago. Th- this uh, January 6th thing is a joke. Oh, by the way, uh, this weekend confirms that you're president. Are you ready? I don't know if you know this. This, this is incredible. He has now taken 365 days, an entire year, for holidays, well, he's been president for less than three years. Yeah, I, I, I that I mean that statistic <laughs> is absolutely astounding. Not that he doesn't work when he's on a what he calls a holiday or goes away from the White House, but yeah, 365 days. Whoa, that's a lot. Well, Congress only works 109 days a year, so you know 50, they... that's 52 weeks. <laughs> yeah, no. That's a lot of that's a lot of time off. Well, plus I don't think he starts at uh, seven in the morning and goes till uh, six at night either, uh, daily. So uh, that's a whole nother. Well, yeah, deal. but there's 156 weeks in three <laughs> years, and a third of it he's taken off. That yeah. that's mm-hmm. wow. That's yeah. that'd be a lot. Yeah. Well, I I don't know. This is this thing is gonna gonna it's gonna be a mess uh it's great for us because we got people things to talk about shane so it's good good for our our show well but, uh, it'll be interesting to see what the democrats do to to uh, uh remedy this because this is their problem yeah. they knew who he was going in Obama knew who he was going in they all knew he was corrupt they, they all knew the family was on a take um we we, we documented it years ago mm-hmm. You know, his one brother's in Iraq building houses for the government, supposedly. The other brother's in Haiti, supposedly rebuilding and being paid massive months, sums of money. And then you have his son, Hunter. Yeah. Oh, none, of, none of this uh, is new. It's just that now it's sort of coming to the forefront because of uh, other people finally stepping forward mm-hmm. and saying it actually happened. I, I The sadness for me... Is, is to have people that work for your government have to come before, a, in our country, a committee like a Senate committee or a House committee. Um, you, you know, in your, in, your house, in your country, they come right before your House committees. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you find out that you know, the, the government interference is horrific. This happened to our prime minister over Laval, uh, a cement company in Quebec, Laval. Uh, he fired his minister of justice because she wouldn't let it go. And, you know, the, it, it was a it's it's from the our prime minister's riding or his, you know, what, what he the where he represents Canadians. Mm-hmm. And he literally said, don't do this because, you know, 
uh, I don't want it pursued. And she said, no, I'm going to pursue it. And she was a, a lawyer, a woman. She was <laughs> an indigenous person. And he, and he busted her ass and fired her. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it's never been, it's never yeah. been uh, dealt with. And it yeah. involves not a few, but like tens of millions of dollars in bribes. Yeah. And, it, you know, it's, it's regrettable these things take place, but it, that's what happens. Cover up. Cover. And they always say the cover up is worse than the crime. Well, so maybe we, no one's talked about. <laughs> yeah, no one talked about the cover up, but that'll <laughs> that'll be interesting too. Well, uh, you know, as I said, we've got we've got uh, smoking uh, cannons uh, pointing at Hunter, but I don't see a smoking gun yet for Joe. So uh, well, that, that's because he dropped it on the floor. Well, we don't have any uh, definitive, um, absolute, uh, unless those. Unless those tapes show up from whoever the guy is that supposedly has all these tapes of Hunter uh, talking with business associates and the two with uh, Trump talking with them, so uh, the, the fact that he, <laughs> the, the, he there's people that admitted they were at lunch together in Washington and mm-hmm. and meals and on the phone and talking. Okay. There's, there's, mm-hmm. you, you know, you, one person. Uh, okay, two. Uh, now you're you're now at five. Uh, you know. Mm-hmm. First-person witnesses that have something that uh, involves your president, and it's it's just sad for the office. It's sad well, it is, but I mean, if you're having it's it, you know, it's really sad for your the, the entire uh, news media in your country um, to have been uh, you know uh, misled. I mean, they they've been misled by the Democratic Party. Yeah. So it's, as mm-hmm. I said, it's going to be interesting to see how they clean it up. Yeah. But I I don't see him running. I see him walk, stepping back, and you know my yeah. wife and I, doctor, the doctor and I, yeah, we've determined the best thing for our families. I and, don't think uh, so. No. Yep. I know. You don't. He's. I I know. I we disagree on that. He's going to run for sure. Yeah. So there's no okay. No question. No, <laughs> we're out of time. I know. I'm watching. <laughs> I know. I got, so am I. I've got this going on. You know? <laughs> I'm okay. You don't. You don't need to remind me. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's gonna wrap it up for this segment. Hey, we still got a lot to go. We have a lot to talk about this morning. So, hey, the city commission—they want to get rid of the uh, all the people camping on the streets. So we'll talk about that later on in the show. So stay tuned for that. Jay and I will return right after this. 27 minutes before the top of the hour. Coming up at 10.30 this morning, uh, we're going to have one of the uh, candidates running for U.S. Senate in uh, the studio. Uh, uh, Jeremy uh, Michelin's going to join us. He is the first uh, person to file against uh, Tester, to run against Tester. So we're going to be chatting with him at the 10.30 hour. And uh, let's see. Uh, we have all these. Uh, <laughs> we have a lot of things here, Shane. People want to, people want to uh, chat about. Uh, one of them, uh, one of them is. Um, oh man, let's see here. I got to find a couple of these. Uh, <laughs> um, what evidence is there against Joe Biden? Uh, yeah, Hunter's a grifter, uh, but even Hunter did nothing illegal by conning suckers. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's no, we don't have a definite connection. The only one we have is we're, uh, you know, we're going to fire the prosecutor. You're not getting a billion dollars. Uh, and we think Obama was in on that deal. Um, 
I I don't know of anything, and I didn't read anything in the transcript that Archer said uh, that uh, they received money for passage of any legislation or changing uh, any government position or anything like that, Shane. Of course, you can't even pay, play the devil's advocate to to look at it that he you know that he's done this because. You know, you just you're very supportive of of the administration, and I understand that. It, look, the, the bottom line: he's a crook, he's a liar, he's a grifter. Uh, you know, uh, the, uh, the acorn doesn't fall far from the tree. His son uh, is a, a grifter, a liar, and, and as well. Um, you, you look at the pattern of his son's behavior. Uh, I mean, it, everything from having you know, a, a, a seventh grandchild that his father refused to acknowledge and he's refused to give his name to. Uh, but it's okay for him to have an affair with his brother that died of cancer and have an affair with his brother's wife. And I mean, this list is so long and and disgraceful that the books written on it may challenge Trump's, you know, because of, of how bad this is. Uh, uh, if nothing is done about it, it, it will be yeah. even worse now. That, it's so bad that doing yeah. nothing about it would be worse. Yeah. Of course, my advice to the Republicans is it's a dumpster fire. Just keep, you know, keep feeding the fire. Don't mm -hmm. impeach. Inquire. Investigate. You know, a uh, president can be impeached after office. Mm -hmm. Don't go there. That will be bad. Just, you know, keep you using this uh, inquiry of an impeachment as a cause to be able to investigate more. Yeah. The more they investigate, more people come forward. And, uh, you know, I, I don't want to use some old ex example of what they're saying. But, you know, you build a wall a brick at a time and, and, and a brick wall falls over at once. All right. Let's take a phone call. 406-522-TALK is the number. 406-522-8255. Caller, you're on with Tom and Shane. What's up? Good morning, gentlemen. This is Jerry. Hey, Jerry. How you doing? It's the great one. Good morning, big guy. Yeah, well, thank you. I'm grateful to be uh, vertical one more day. Um, and fellas, I, I, I believe this guy, Goldman, they were just talking about the weather and the health people. That's all. Come yeah. On. Yeah. Yeah, that's all that Tom. That's all that Tom does on Friday when he visits with his friends and yeah, he goes yeah, we lunch, you know, yeah, we just solve the world problems and yeah, yeah. and and that, yeah. and that and that's true because Tom always talks about the weather, Jerry, when we first get on. Yeah, and, sure. and it lasts. It's a rant for thirty seconds. Now what do you talk about? Well, we talk for three hours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I have I have also something Shane that might back up our theory or um, opinion about uh, Obama's uh, involvement in this. Remember a while back, Hunter said he he's giving 50% of his income to Joe for um, home repairs, rent, and all this other kind of stuff. Yeah. Then, in the same breath, 10% to the big guy. That means 50% exactly. is you. going to Joe? I, I, no. I'm thinking that 10% is going to you-know-who, the wizard behind the curtain. Let's not forget That's this guy... This guy never left office or never left Washington, D.C. the whole time uh, Trump was uh, in mm -hmm. office. He stayed there. You may right? find out one day that 70 percent of the the Obama's books that were bought were bought uh, by 
the Biden family with this money. And, you know, so that the Obamas can say, well, we, we, we got wealthy selling books. Yeah, right. Of course. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, here's another thing, too. I, I can't understand something. This gentleman named what's his name? Um, John Kerry. He's the uh, climate change czar. Yeah. Correct. Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah. Yeah. Did you hear his latest statement? Well, I heard some of them uh, about his flying around and whatever. Right. Well, yeah. just a couple of days ago, or maybe uh, last week, he made a, a made a statement about climate change that the population has increased to eight eight billion. Mm -hmm. But in the meantime, because of climate change, six hundred million people are going to starve. And he said he wants to put the kibosh on agriculture. And I'm thinking to myself, now hang on here, John. You're married to somebody's family. Who's totally involved in food production? Right, the Heinz Corporation. Yeah, I mean, his wife ought to take him to the woodshed and just abandon this guy. Well, I, mean, I, 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 I couldn't put him in a beehive because it's his stepson. You know, his wife, his present wife's sons. It's also involved in all this. Yeah. I, I well, she shouldn't let him fly around on her jet. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, come on. That's that's amazing. And gentlemen, have you noticed also how many people are coming out against Trump, like uh, the desperation of Mike Pence? Where, where was he before? He had documents he took home. Why isn't mm -hmm. he in, in trouble? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And Bill Barr, mm -hmm. Bill Barr is making all these cockeyed statements against uh, his former boss. These people well, that's the one like thing that, that I, I got to tell you, Jerry, that blew me away was hearing what Bill Barr had to say. Yeah, me too. No wonder, no wonder nothing got done at justice while he was uh, 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 Trump's, you know, uh, attorney general. Yeah, the, the guy was the attorney general under uh, one of the Bush administrations, and they brought him back, if you remember, the big mm -hmm. fanfare of why Trump picked him. And he, and he, right. took that, he turned out to be a Ray... You know, a nomer. I mean, he 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 didn't do anything, and uh, yeah. he, he's he's a, as bad as everybody else in that swamp. Yeah, yeah. and then you have this, and you have a mainstream media uh, individual who who came on. Um, I forgot the, the the channel MSNBC or CNN, and she said uh, that Trump, um, you know, was a scandalous president. And then she turned around and said, Obama's presidency was scandal free and i'm thinking to myself hang oh my on ma'am haven't you yeah didn't you forget about fast and furious yeah. didn't you forget about how he went after the tea party yeah. how benghazi and the, and if you google a a website called um obama's presidency scandals the list is is quite long yeah. and I, I don't know where i don't know why these people are, are so oblivious to this. And this is why I think the media is they won't protect Joe Biden. They'll throw mm -hmm. him under the bus, but they're going to protect Obama. There's no two ways about it. Well, this guy's legacy. To, but, yeah. Hey, Jerry, yeah, you know, the one, the one videotape I can't believe no, that it hasn't been brought forward is remember the great night in the, you know, the, the white doors, the red carpet of the state room that Obama walked down and stood up to the podium about Obamacare, and Biden, you know, walked up behind him before he even started and said, this is a big effing deal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right into the mic. Right. Yeah. Like, 
you know, that tells well, you the type of person Obama and Biden were, or people, and and Biden in particular. Mm -hmm. They're just, they're, these are not good people. Well, that was when Biden was cognitive when he said that. Well, half cognitive. Well, that's, yeah. But let's, and here's another thing. If How come Hunter is involved in Burisma? And if you go to, on to Wikipedia, you'll see how Burisma was formed in 2004 and a timeline of every year of their progress of that company. And when you get to a certain year, it'll be about the same time that um, uh, Hunter was on the uh, board uh, of Burisma. And Burisma is a very big company. And it has its ups and downs, and it's also involved um, or attached to a, a company here in America called Valero. And if you know who Valero is, they're a transportation company. But the point okay. I want to make is if these guys are all about green, what the heck are you getting involved in, in, in energy companies that deal with oil and gas? What's up mm -hmm. with that? Yeah. That's, hip, that's hypocrisy of the first degree, in my opinion. <laughs> so I—, I I just don't I, – I, I, I'm very confused about certain things in these people's mindset. And another guy named Blinken, did you hear what he said? Enough using the Black Sea for blackmail because, you know – right. <laughs> Come on. Come these on, guys are Anthony. all I, – I, I, I don't know. What, three of them go to China and kiss Xi's butt and uh, you know, nothing changes. Uh, all, all it changes is we look weaker. Absolutely. They're, they're, and don't forget who these people in this administration mm -hmm. are. Most of them are, are previous Obamaites. Mm -hmm. They were all part of the Obama administration, correct? Well, the, the irony of your oh. secretary of state is his last name, Blinken. I mean, cause mm -hmm. that's all he does, blinks. Yeah. I remember, I remember a poem. What? Remember that poem, and I forgot who, who it was, mm -hmm. Winkin', Blinken, and Nod? Yeah, just... Yeah, it describes this administration. Hey, Tom, yeah. I have another question, too. Do you heard about these two sailors that were involved in um, yes. selling secrets to the Chinese? Yeah, the Chinese guys, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, the, yeah, Chinese guys. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, uh, these people are convicted. They better not be convicted in some civilian court. This better be a, a military uh, court-martial, and they should face the, mm -hmm. the most extreme penalty. penalty oh, it will and be. I It'll believe be it's treason. Well, yeah. Yeah, it'll be uh, safe. You don't think right. so? Oh, yeah, no, I, I be, think yeah, so. No, it yeah, will be a, military a, trial, it'll be a yeah. JAG trial. JAG trial. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm hoping you're right about that. But it, it, you never can tell. Uh, they'll protect, there's protection going on in all phases of, uh, of, of our government. So <laughs> I, I just don't know. They shouldn't have, they should be uh, tried and, and face severe, harsh penalty. That's my mm -hmm. opinion. Yeah. All right, guys. I know you have a lot, and the uh, texters are going to are lining up right now. They're probably <laughs> giddy about all this <laughs> indictment, so they're probably partying like crazy. I think we're up this. to I think we're up to seventy indictments now, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, somewhere in that neighborhood, really? yeah, yeah. Wow. So they're going to well, get him on I'm, something. Something's going to fly. You know, he's going to turn. You think up. so? Yeah, oh yeah, they're going to get him on something. I mean, when you got seventy huh. of them, the odds are pretty much against you. Well, the yeah, seventy-year-old like ex-premier of uh, of, of uh, um, Pakistan has two hundred. So, well, and 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 they've all happened is, is in the in last jail? year. Is no, he in no, jail? The, the, but the military that overthrew him is, you know, they're yeah. they're, they're trying to put him in jail too. Yeah. And you know, same thing no. as Trump. He's got to seventy and never had a parking yeah. ticket. 
and all of a sudden he's a corrupt, uh, uh, you know, politician. Mm -hmm. it's, yeah. yeah. Well, and, if they, and, you know, it's happening in, look uh, what they did to mm -hmm. uh, the prime minister in Israel. Yeah. You know, it's, it's the same thing. Yeah. Well, the government's going to, the government's between a rock and a hard place here because if Trump is claiming that there was fraud and he lost the election, then the government is going to have to prove there was no fraud. And that's not going to be an easy uh, road to hoe. Well, this isn't what? the first time a, a, a political um, uh, a candidate has claimed fraud. Hillary did it, Bush did oh, it, yeah, Gore sure. did it. Yeah. And you go back in history, Mark Levin uh, brought up a, a series of times when that, that happened, mm -hmm. where people were saying that the election, uh, you know, there was some skullduggery going on in elections all throughout the uh, history of this country. Yeah. So oh, I, I, don't, I don't know. And, you know, 170 years ago, yeah, uh, Madison, um, uh, Jefferson, Jackson, I mean, uh, the, all the founding fathers had their own newspapers. And a lot of them, they owned. They owned the newspaper. Yeah. So, you know, Adams, they, they all had their own little paper out there, you know, campaigning for them. I mean, the, the, having the media involved like this in politics is nothing new. Well, the, but, other, um, thing, the other thing we got to remember when we're going up against the feds here, Jerry, is that Trump, Trump brought something like 50 or 60 cases of fraud, and no judge ever took those. So those are still on the table. Uh, he could still bring those into this. When 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 can he do that? As a as as a citizen or in his trial. In his trial, yeah. If they're if they're trying to it's say part, that's part of the indictment. Yeah, if they're trying to say that he tried to influence an election or fraud fraud an election, then they're going to have to prove there was no fraud. Well, all the brilliant hmm. lawyers are claiming... Or if there was fraud, then where does that leave them? Yeah, they're all claiming that Smith is saying in this this mm -hmm. indictment that Trump uh, knowingly knew that he'd lost the election. And and that's just fundamentally ridiculous when you saw the mm -hmm. actions that mm -hmm. uh, uh, Trump took, you know, uh, yeah. after the election in November 2020. I mean, it's just... It's an absurdity. Yeah, if anybody... If anybody... <laughs> Had had a right to question an election. It was Hillary. Yeah. Well, I don't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it's the same, it's the well, same number of votes. Five hundred thousand. No, I understand that, but I'm I'm just saying that for Trump to beat Hillary Clinton and you'd get Bill back in the White House and you know uh, the how you know great he was and everything. Uh, yeah, I think she had more more questionability of the election than uh, Biden did. Well, how much do you think that this indictment is election interference and, and, and the Fed trying to seize all, all the power of, of the voters? That's going to be almost impossible to prove. No, it's not. You have uh, Biden on tape saying he's going to do it. Yeah, but uh, is that admissible? Of course. They'll put that in there, too. Well, not everything's well, admissible. No, it right. doesn't matter. They'll put it in the documents and in... In the appeal at court, and the, the Supreme Court will have to review it, and they'll look at that. Just look at that tape of, of Biden, you know, saying he'll do everything he he can to prevent him from being elected or president again. Like, mm -hmm. say, you know, well, how many, how many people? How many people are on record saying Trump will never be president in 2015? Well, they yeah, they weren't president at the time, and they weren't. Running well, Obama said he. Time. Obama said he could imagine pre, uh, uh, Trump as president in a Saturday night skit. 
and well, Smith should have charged well, all their of them. Best. It, it, it's like the well, documents. They're doing their best. You know, yeah, they're, do, right. they're doing their best to try to prevent him from being the president the first that's time right. and now this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, what guys. are they afraid of? That, that's that's the great question, Tom. <laughs> what the heck are they four, afraid four of? Four more years of four more years of Trump success because that's all it was while he was president. Yeah. Right. Uh, well. Okay, guys. Look, there, there, there's not a measure you. of the economy that didn't improve while he's president. There wasn't a measure of international affairs that didn't improve while he's in president. I, I, I mean, four different countries uh, put him up for, you know, the, the Nobel Peace Prize. You yeah. know? So, I mean, yeah, this— Well, yeah, you, have to under, you have to understand the role the media is playing. They're constantly backing yeah. this, this Democrat administration. Especially That's going to flip there. You watch with, and see— no, they want Trump back. Yeah, well, That's going to flip. Well, did you hear the latest news report on consumer prices rose? And apparently that was supposed to be some good thing. Well, hey, goofballs, the reason the consumer prices or spending, I'm sorry, consumer spending rose is because they're spending more for the same stuff that they spent less for a while uh, back. Yeah. <laughs> Bingo. Thank I you, mean, Jerry. <laughs> well, excellent. Also- Backfinder observation. Also, you got two acts that are pumping money into the economy: the Inflation Act and the Infrastructure Act. So there's money being pumped in there that's borrowed, putting us deeper in debt. But people are having more money in their pockets. So, and mm-hmm. gas hey, gas just went up to a penny less than four bucks. Yeah, Tom. How that? Thank you for reminding me. How come the national average is seventeen cents lower than what we're paying? Yeah, and what's we got three that? refineries here in Montana. What's up with that? <laughs> <laughs> I guess on. they're going to gouge. They're going to gouge the tourists that are coming to Montana. That's buddy. where. That's, that's where it is. That's it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right. Thanks for the call, All right, man. Guys, Appreciate it. You betcha. Bye bye. Take care. All right. <laughs> uh, always fun. Yeah. Uh, let's see. In our useless information, Tom, did you bother to read the indictment? I don't have to read the indictment. That's for the courts to do. I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> the indictment will go before some judge and some jury or some courtroom somewhere, and it'll be decided. I don't have to read it. I don't need. Uh, my opinion doesn't count. So. Let's see. Uh, John Kerry is an idiot, but he never said put the kibosh on agriculture. Totally out of context. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> I know he doesn't well, like agriculture. It, that's not yeah. true. Indirectly, he is because yeah. he wants to have fertilizers taken away from farmers around the world because he says it's a bad contribution to the environment. Yeah. <laughs> and then you look at the country, countries that have done it. And, the, you know, they're in collapse yeah. with regards mm-hmm. to food requirements. And yeah. it's it's sad that countries that were mm-hmm. fundamentally stable and self-fulfilling uh, with the, fun, the needs of food that are now, yeah. the people are starving. Yeah. Well, what can I tell you? Tried uh-huh. it in Denmark, didn't go over well. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they tell me, so. Oh, let's see. Uh, I don't care to read the indictment. I'd rather listen to some talking head spin it into lies. I would rather listen to some judge spin it into a verdict. That's what I would rather like. So, 
<laughs> Let's take another phone call. Caller, you're on with Tom and Shane. What's up? against him in New York City that's that's just democrat territory yeah. and why they're they're not going to bring it up in any way shape or form but uh Bragg has the weakest case I think of all cases against against Trump yeah yeah well it's a good name for him he was just a bragging and yeah. carrying on <laughs> about all the stories and stuff that he's going to come up with uh it might come up with more stories against Trump and mm-hmm. If Trump doesn't make it, he'll he'll uh, do the same with the the next front runner. So, yeah. so anyway, I guess that's uh, what we can expect out of those people. And and <laughs> it it was plain and clear that he was wanting to interfere yeah. with the election. Yeah. And I think all of them are, uh, in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Hey, I got to thank you for the call. I'm up against the bottom of the hour, top of the hour, I guess it is. <laughs> got to go. Hey, thanks thank so much you. for listening, and thanks for giving us the call. We appreciate it. All right. All right, Shane, that's going to wrap it up for this hour. Uh, so, uh, hey, we've still got a couple to go. So we'll be back with more right after this. Seven minutes after the hour of eight, uh, 9 a.m. Excuse me. <clears throat> it's Saturday. It's October. Uh, it's August 5th, 2023. Where's the year going, Shane? It's just flying by. Holy mackerel. <clears throat> Boy. Well, let's see. Uh, what else do we have? <laughs> we need to talk about something here besides Trump and all of the, all of that stuff going on. A uh, couple things that are happening in Illinois, Shane. Uh, the judge, or uh, judge, uh, Pritzker, the uh, governor of... Uh, Illinois 
they are cash bail elimination. Uh, they are eliminating cash bail in Illinois, Shane. Um, they, um, they've had it with cash bail. They'll be the first <laughs> state to eliminate cash bail in September, following months of legal action from opponents of the law who say it will leave residents and law enforcement officers less safe. So let's see, if you let criminals out with no bail, uh, how is that not safe, Shane? I don't don't get it. Uh, it's, I mean, <laughs> it's a contradiction in terms, is it not? Well, it certainly is. The Illinois Supreme Court ruled last week that the elimination of cash bail did not violate the state constitution, allowing the law to proceed and take effect on September, September 18th. Under the new regulation, judges will not require suspects charged with crimes to post bail in order to leave jail while they await trial. Suspects deemed a threat to the public or those who are likely to flee can still be required to remain in jail. So, good luck with that in Illinois. That's that's right. And it, it's remarkable because you're talking about a gentleman that as governor, his family, you know, is one of the wealthiest families. They're wealthy. In the country. Yeah, they're, they got some money. And yeah, they're billionaires. And mm-hmm. it's, uh, it, it's medical equipment and all kinds of different companies that they, they have owned and acquired over, over the years. Yeah. And, uh, so it becomes, uh, you know, the governor of Illinois, uh, almost by, I guess, what I would call unanimous consent, actually. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. having said that, <laughs> it, it's an interesting contradiction. But by the way, I, I just wanted to mention, because we brought it up, or I did in the last block, about uh, the Obamas and the number of books they, they've mm-hmm. sold. You know, the publishers alone could send out uh, 123,000 books, then, you know, that would be one to government libraries, armed forces libraries, oh, special libraries, school libraries, 105,000, mm-hmm. and public libraries, 9,000. So you know, right, right off the bat, you know, any, anybody buying uh, uh, or wanting to have a, uh, a book of uh, the Obamas could go to any library in your country and, and find one on the shelf for free. Check it out. Yeah. Well, Pitzker wasn't done, <laughs> Shane, with the no, no bail. He wasn't. No, he wasn't done with the no bail. Yeah, they're also going to allow non-U.S. citizens to become police officers uh, with the new law. And uh, so non-citizens can be arresting citizens of the United States. Um, Which is a total contradiction because they can't take the oath if they're not a citizen. So how, how do they take say, the yeah. oath of office? Yeah. You hold the Constitution, which is similar to the one the president and politicians yeah. have to take, you know, to uh, when they're sworn in. Yeah. Well, uh, Illinois residents didn't like the idea of uh, foreigners arresting American citizens, but but uh, the bill requires. Uh, uh, you know, that you at least have a green card. You have to be uh, uh, legally able to work in the United States. But um, you can, uh, you, don't, you do not have to be a citizen, but uh, legally authorized to work in the United States under federal law. And uh, so U.S. citizens must be able to obtain, carry, purchase, or otherwise possess a firearm under federal law to apply for the job. So... And sign, sign it, he did. So, Well, since 2019 and into the 2020 mm-hmm. election, the whole talk mm-hmm. was sanctuary cities and the justification of the dem- demolition party 
wanting to allow illegal immigrants into their cities and states. And yeah. Oh, we'll welcome without, you know, we'll welcome them with open arms. I know yeah. they all come across into Texas mm -hmm. or California, but you know, or Arizona, but come, come north, come north. And so people did, and you know, it's now more people than the great migration after the Civil War of the African American. Six million people, you know, migrated north. Yeah. Now, you know, you've seen a migration of 20 million illegal immigrants migrating north. Look, retail sales in the rural area of the country might be reasonable, but they're not great. They're great in big cities, and that, yeah. that's where they're all going. Yeah. Well, immigrants who remain in the country under the Deferred Action of Childhood Arrivals, the DACA Act, uh, they're also entitled to apply for a position to join law enforcement. Federal law currently forbids you uh, non-U.S. citizens to serve as police officers and deputies, Shane, but that's like okay. the marijuana law, you know? Marijuana is <laughs> <us. laughs> against the law, but yet we got dispensaries on every corner, that's right. and it's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's on the it's a grade a grade one drug on the federal list, and uh, you know, but uh, of course you don't have anyone in your attorney general's office that wants to do anything or question it because the the precedent for it on the state level has already happened. So I, I don't think it's a case they want to take to the Supreme Court and lose. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh well, I don't know, Shane. Uh, the government's getting completely out of control. So are the judges. Um, you know, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's not good. So. Well, it's, it's one of these things that I think a normal average American uh, and, or a Canadian in, in my own situation, um, you look at what, the, uh, you know, your federal government or provincial government prosecutors are doing or American state and federal prosecutors are doing and it's like who put the priority list together it just, it just doesn't seem to have the priority list that we understood it to be yeah and uh, so you, you, I guess you have a right to to question and and even petition your government supposedly under our common law mm -hmm. yeah but that doesn't seem to work either because uh, you know, their their arrogance of ignoring you is overwhelming. Yeah. Well, let's see. What else we got here? Um, well, we should uh, we should talk uh, maybe uh, 10 seconds about Agenda 47, Shane, which uh, is uh, President, uh, uh, former President Trump's um, manifesto of what he wants to do when he uh, becomes president, and of course he's going to uh, kill all trans and LGBT people. Uh, that's his plan. Uh, you know, to uh, uh, anybody woke uh, is going to be gone. So that's uh, that's the best we can say. I, that's a pretty harsh statement to make that he's going to kill him. Well, know. you know, I mean, I, uh, I, yeah. I think what yeah. he wants to do is use some common sense uh, to a situation that. Up front, it looks ridiculous. Um, in use, it's it's. Uh, I, I can't even think of a bad enough word to use, but uh, <laughs> it, it's uh, it's one of these situations that you know, man is man is ruled by laws and, and not morals, mm -hmm. so everything becomes yeah. acceptable. And these things uh, being found to be acceptance in a very small minority 
under terms of their rights is being abused. And uh, mm -hmm. so, you know, common sense would say, okay, so set up a third, you know, uh, a, a aspect of uh, you know, college or professional sports and, and, you know, it's a transgender league. And, yeah. you, you know, if men and women want to challenge each other, that, <laughs> then do it. But you, you can't have some guy who just wants to be in a yeah. woman's swimming, you know, meet so he can be in the showers with them. That, that's, uh -huh. that's beyond belief, Tom. Come on, Thomas. you got to admit, it's beyond belief. Well, you know, I, people put all, out all kinds of information and stuff, and, you know, we... You know, it's picked up by the media as gospel, and um, you know, I don't. Yeah, know. but wasn't yeah. it the Breakfast Club? I think that the movie where they drilled a hole, you know, from the boys' bathroom you know, wall through to the girls' bathroom mm -hmm. shower or whatever. Yeah, you know, and it, it was seen as you know comedy. Yeah, and this is this isn't even comedy relief. This is just outright. <laughs> You know, it's it's again. I I, I don't even, I don't know how to do. It. I don't know how to describe it properly on radio. Yeah. it's so bad. Going back to my youth, I think you're talking about Porky's, the movie okay. Porky's. Porky's. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Democrats are making Trump a martyr. Every indictment from now on will only seal his election in 2024. That's from our uh, app chat line, AM 1450 KMMS, on your smartphone. And in the main development of Wild West, uh, we used to hang people quickly. Today, uh, stay in jail for years, costing millions, no matter what the death charge was. And I would agree with that. So, Well, I, I, I think we're past victimhood now with Trump. Um, I, I, again, I think it's just the, the Democrats overstepping. And, uh, you know, Amer Americans have short memories. We know that. But it, it's an ongoing um, it, uh, situation of prosecution and persecution of Trump now. It, it, it's it, like I said, it's like the situation with women in the 2016 election. Yeah. One, two, three people, women. But when you get to 12 or 13, it just became redundant and, and you know, mm -hmm. ridiculous. And so uh, uh, Americans are looking at with all the waste in government. This is more than ridiculous. You, you know, until you catch him once with a, a real situation, you shouldn't be at it. Shouldn't be a pile on. Yeah. Pylons don't work in America, especially on an ongoing basis. They have to be just smart to leave it alone now. But they won't. They can't help themselves. They'll you know they'll keep indicting him, and that'll yeah. just keep reminding the American people um, how. Uh, elitists and and people you know corrupt act that's that's what they see yeah let's take a phone call 406-522-8255 is the number 406-8522-TALK caller you're on with Tom and Shane what's up uh, good morning Tom and Shane hey uh, let's let's cut to the quick so you know regardless of what anybody believes whether Archer's testimony was damning or not to me, it appears it's just, you know, another cog in the wheel proving that, if nothing else, that Joe Biden is just an epic liar. Of course, he's, as everybody knows, he's always denied that he's ever not even spoken to Hunter about his business deals, let alone ever met with people. And now we know that he sat down and 
had dinner with them and all this and that. But so, like I say, it's just another cog in the wheel. And um, you know, you look at all the other stuff that they've uncovered recently with the well, there are dozens of limited liability corporations set up. Now, usually when you set up an LLC, it's because, you know, you're operating some kind of a business, you're manufacturing something, you're selling a product or something. Well, they weren't selling anything but influence. And then, of course, we have the, I think there's, I think there was 170 suspicious bank activity reports directly related to the Biden. You know what? Can you yeah. imagine? Mm-hmm. Uh, so you got that going on. And then, of course, you've got the testimony from Bob Alinsky that was also one of Hunter's former business partner. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Joe's the big guy. I mean, some people think it's Obama. Maybe maybe Obama's the bigger, bigger big guy. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, and then you got the, you know, the, the evidence from the, or the testimony from the IRS and the FBI guys about, you know, the sweetheart deal that Hunter was getting because the Justice Department's corrupt. You know, whatever happened to a laptop from hell? Yeah. So, I mean, why isn't that just being shown to the American public chapter and verse? Find out what, you know, we don't want to see Hunter, you know, naked in bed smoking crack, but there's a lot of other stuff on there, I guess, that's pretty incriminating for Joe. You know, and it's, just, it's on and on. And then, of course, you look at, you know, um, when after Trump was elected, sure, I don't remember the time frame, but he went to, he had that phone call with Ukraine president at the time to, you know, wanted to try to get to the bottom of the, what kind of corruption was going on over there before any more money was sent. And, of course, right on the heels of that, Nancy Pelosi and a bunch they started impeachment inquiries now. You know, do you think that's a coincidence? They thought we can't let him get to the bottom of this because there's too many big dogs involved with this corruption. Biden, probably Obama, who knows who else. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, it's all starting to make sense now to me. That was the first impeachment over a phone call. Yeah. So they wanted to put the heat on Trump then where he undercovered probably the... You know, the, the Burisma shakedown and bribery money that was getting spent out there, I guess it was $10 million bucks, $5 million for Hunter, $5 million for Joe. Yeah. So, I mean, the laundry list of this corruption in this administration is, is uh, undeniable, unless you've got your head in the sand and mm-hmm. all you do is watch NBC or <laughs> CNN, so... I don't know where it's all going to play out, but it's pretty obvious that uh, everything that's going on right now with Joe Biden tells the Attorney General Garland, we got to get Trump at all costs. He passes that down to the head Hunter Jack Smith, and they keep trying to, you know, there's, Trump's right. It's, uh, it's election interference at its highest level. It's never been seen before in this country. Yeah. You know, it's fascist behavior is what it is, reminiscent of Mm -hmm. what Adolf Hitler would do or Stalin. (laughs) This is what's going on, and people need to wake up. Yeah. But that's my opinion. All right, man. 
Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Silence. All right, man. All right. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening and, and for your call. We appreciate it. All right. Well, a lot to digest there, Shane. A lot going on. Well, that's right. That's what makes this so particularly interesting to people because there is a lot to go on, and no, no one wants to see. No one seems interested in wanting to write about it, though. Well, we'll see, but I don't know. Uh, I just know it's going to be another. It's going to be an interesting uh, fifteen months or so until <laughs> this election. There's going to be a lot. Yeah. We're going to have plenty to talk about. So. Well, uh, let's go over to Nebraska, Shane, because nearly two-thirds of the voters decided to amend Nebraska's Constitution to require people to present a valid photo ID before casting a vote. Imagine that, Shane. You have to show an ID to vote. It's a remarkable requirement in the 21st century, isn't it? Wow. You'd think that all they should do is ask you to... Tell them your face page. You know, yeah, they, they that could, should be they, it. They could, you know, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Then, then they could look it up and yeah. it would have all your information, wouldn't it? Yeah, the law wisely prevents voters from signing an affidavit in lieu of providing a photo ID, a fraud-prone practice allowed in some states, and a great improvement and a testament to the good work legislators can do when they faithfully heed the electorate's concerns. And... Um, uh, we pointed out, of course, in the last election uh, when uh, COVID was uh, going on, that uh, our our Constitution for federal uh, elections uh, is in person unless you uh, request an absentee ballot and have a reason for having one. That's right. You know? So, um, so yeah, they just yeah a judge signature just threw that under the bus. And as long as we're talking about judges. One of the judges that's going to be uh, over, uh, overseeing one of the Obama cases, or uh, Biden cases, rather, uh, donated to Obama's uh, campaign before she became a judge. So there you go. A little payback for <laughs> your, your contribution. Yeah. And, and then she's going to write a book about it, and you know, yeah. the Obama family will thank her by buying a million of them. Might as well. Yeah, there we go. So... <laughs> Uh, much of what we are, much of what are called social problems, consist of the fact that intellectuals have theories that do not fit the real world. From this, they conclude that is the real world that is wrong and needs changing. That's from Thomas Sowell. If, and he's uh, absolutely right. You know, the the Green mm-hmm. New Deal, this whole thing about climate change, is a theory, and uh, I I feel comfortable that we or I have debunked it. And it's, yeah. it's not a theory. It's not even a scientific theory. It's it's just a personal theory. Mm-hmm. And people have made millions. And yeah. uh, the, yeah. the, the, the people of the world have been scammed for trillions of dollars to mm-hmm. invest in renewable energy yeah. from windmills and solar panels. Yeah. You know, for nothing. I mean, it, 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 that's a global conspiracy <laughs> of massive size. <laughs> And uh, we've tried to explain it to people. And, and it's fascinating to know because it's almost like people listen to some of the things you and I talked about in our show here and on our podcast about electric cars. Uh, you know, Ford announced they're going to lose $4 billion from the lack of sales of their mm-hmm. 150 electric car. And yeah. uh, it, there's, it seems that people are, are looking at this and going, I, 
Now, I, an electric car doesn't work for me. In rural areas, it's useless because, yeah. you know, I mean, driving 100 miles in a day in Montana to get milk and, and coffee and eggs is <laughs> yeah. not, not, not unusual. <laughs> Seems like every time there's more dirt on the Biden crime family exposed, old Jack Smith trots out another indictment. Coincidence? Asking for a friend. So. <laughs> well, that's why this situation in Georgia, is they've held back. They, yeah. They've been saying for a year, well, over a year, since yeah. 2021, that, you know, they're going to indict him over mm -hmm. his conversation with the governor because the election, I think there was like 20,000 votes or something like that, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, and he, he was just on the phone saying, can't we look like review this? Look at this. And I mean, it's perfectly legal to do that. And yeah. the Republican governor of Georgia said, you know, take a hike. Yeah. So the, the interesting thing, yeah, he made the phone call, but they, they didn't. They, I mean, they did what they did it because it was under the guidelines of the state as, you know, to the amount of votes. But when they reviewed it, they didn't find anything significant. So yeah. we're told. All right. Oh, let's see, Shane. Uh, we've got to go to break, but we've got a uh, we've got a caller, so I will let you converse with them while I'm out. So we'll be right back with more Tom and Shane right after this. Twenty-seven minutes for the top of the hour. It is Saturday. It's August fifth, twenty twenty-three. Sweet pea weekend, and uh, fly in over at Three Forks. So. A uh, lot to do this weekend. Tom and Shane, of course, on the air. We have a caller patiently waiting on the line. So uh, let's take a phone call. 406-522-8255 is the number. Caller, you are on with Tom and Shane. What's up? Well, I got to admit that uh, Shane enlightened me somewhat, but there's a, there was a song out there that came to my mind. One of the lyrics was only in America. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Shane looked it up and said it was Brooks and Dunn, I guess, who sang it or yeah. uh, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, what what country in this world could you lie on your federal firearms application and uh, have a, actual videos of you doing cocaine with prostitutes and then cheat on your taxes and have that recorded? And that Hunter Biden is only in America and gets and get it invited to the White House after all those things come up for a state dinner. Now only in America, right? Oh yeah. Well, and you plus, uh, well. Uh, Any time that Jill can't go with uh, Joe to somewhere, uh, Hunter goes because we've got to have someone to make sure that Joe knows where to go and where to sit and what to well, say. Maybe Hunter's uh, going to apply for a job if he ever gets in trouble for being a CNI <laughs> dog for the blind. Well, he lives in the White House. He's <laughs> yeah. living in the White House right now. <laughs> so, well, the poor kid, you know, he just he's about flat broke right now and he's can't sell any more panties with doo-doo on it. So I know. So, it's, yeah. a, it's a sad deal there. But uh, yeah. well, what, I, what I don't understand, gentlemen, someone explain this to me. We're talking, they say now, like $17.5 to $30 million that, Bi that Hunter received or the Biden family. Where is it? Yeah. That's well, why is Hunter broke? Yeah. Why, why is Hunter broke? He, he didn't pay taxes. Yeah. Where, where did he spend all this money? Oh, he bought Obama books. That's, <laughs> That's it. Yeah. That's what he did. <laughs> well, you know, the other thing is, I, I think right now the way things are, and these ignorant liberals out there listening are so dumb that they could run Hunter Biden for president right now, and I think they'd be dumb enough to vote for him. 
Well, I would I would agree with that. I think I think they'll vote for anybody. You know, a lot yeah. of people think that Joe's going to drop out. They're going to kick Kamala to the curb or Kamala, Kamala, whatever Kamala. the hell her name is, yeah. and uh, run Michelle. Giggle. Let's just call her Giggle. Yeah. <laughs> call her Cackle. <laughs> All right, guys. Good show. Thank, Thank you. you. All right. Thanks for calling. We appreciate it. Thanks for listening. All right. Yeah. The uh, I don't know. It's. Uh, it's a mess out there. So, uh, from our text line, uh, what crime did Hunter? What crime has Hunter done? Uh, is it illegal to fool uh, to con fools out of money in return for consulting? Not illegal there, but your gun charge is illegal and uh, tax returns. Plus, the government let the um, uh, the um, limit of ex uh, limit of whatever expire on previous tax problems so come on you know the guys the guy at least ought to be uh in doing some time for tax evasion and for the illegal gun well if failure in a file is up mm-hmm. for an agent yeah. um you know with the number of times he didn't do it you know that's mm-hmm. close to 20 years in jail yeah Statute limitations is what I was trying to think of there. That's that ran, what that they let ran out on a couple of others. So, uh, what I want to know is who is the puppet master behind old Biden? Anyone uh, afraid to say who the big-eared elephant in the room? Bueller, Bueller. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's Susan Rice, who's uh, you know third person from the Obamas, and yeah. it's, it's an Obama White House. Yeah, eighty uh, percent of the people. In the West Wing of the White House, running your government are all from the Obama administration, and of course, and of course, uh, Trump never had an opportunity to dispose of the eight years of Obama appointments in all your federal departments. So, yeah, uh, you know, I think one of the things is, is if by chance it's a Reagan-type victory in '24, and the Republicans gain access to the House and the Senate as well. They should reform all your government agencies and literally fire everyone like the yeah. first three levels down. Just everybody. Just yeah. Replace them all. Mm-hmm. Well, there is another theory that uh, impeachment of Obi- of uh, uh, Biden and um, he will resign. Uh, Hillary or Hillary uh, Kamala won't do well in the primaries. And that opens it up for President Newsom to uh, come to the forefront between now and election day. So or or Obama sticks it out like and makes a Johnson speech I won't run or accept it. Yeah. You know, I, I, I just don't see Obama wanting to give, you know, mm-hmm. zippy, you know, VP, you know, the presidency. I, yeah. I, mm-hmm. yeah. No. It, it, it's bad enough what he'll be remembered for, but to make that that would be a big mistake. Yeah. Uh, all your listeners should read the indictment before they make an opinion. Okay, let's suppose they do read the indictment and they make an opinion. So what? It doesn't count for anything unless the judge and the grand jury or whoever is sitting there uh, makes a final decision and there's a verdict on the indictment. So, Well, she's already disqualified herself. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if you heard, but... Uh... When he was in her courtroom um, this week, um, being charged, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, he announced that he was not guilty on on I think, the four charges in this indictment that everyone's talking about. 
um, this is a judge that's been, mm-hmm. you know, very hardcore against the January 6th people she's convicted in a courtroom yeah. with, with juries and, and pressed them for as much time in jail as she could. But she warned him. She said to him, she, she didn't even say, Mr. President, she said, Mr. Mr. Trump, I need not remind you that if you're found guilty, you, know, you could you could face serious punishment. Yeah, judge has no right to say that. That's a threat. <laughs> I would I would agree with that. Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> Trump uh, and the general election—they uh, claim he has no chance. Uh, the interesting thing about Trump is. Uh, with these indictments and with all these uh, charges and indictments and everything else, uh, his poll numbers remain strong. Where Biden, on the other hand, uh, seems to be struggling with his poll numbers uh, generally and also within the Democrat Party. Well, yesterday in the Washington Post poll, uh, Trump 57 uh, and uh, um, Governor from Florida was 17, yeah. I mean, like, with Republicans. Yeah. That's, that's just a, a remarkable accomplishment. Well, uh, DeSantis, for all the good that he could do as president, uh, he's become the Jeb Bush of 2016. Um, but the, the irony of all this promise is that, uh, you know, the, 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 the left has been using this as a, a punishment for the last well, 20 years yeah. since the Clintons, um, for people to, you know, um, go bankrupt or have mm-hmm. to walk away from government because of a legal cost involved in false accusations. Mm-hmm. Uh, the interesting thing here is is that I think Trump's doing fewer rallies because, you know, he's over $100 million in legal fees. Well, close and to remember him, yeah. in 2016, mm-hmm. you know, he spent $75 million of his own money. You know, to, to, to run for president. So, it's huge. Yeah. For the love Big of, numbers, buddy. Yeah. For the love of God, read the uh, dadgum indictment. It's not about free speech. That's the spin you're going to be told in the right-wing narrative. Read it. Well, what 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 is reading it going to do for me? You know? Okay, uh, let's suppose I read it and I say, Trump's guilty as hell. What does that prove? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Unless he goes to court and he's found guilty. Well, it, 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 the, the, to some degree, the person is right. Um, it, this is a thought indictment. They have yeah. to prove to a judge and a jury mm-hmm. what he was thinking, and that he was thinking that uh, they have to prove that he was thinking that, that I did lose it, mm-hmm. and I'm doing this knowing I lost it, and uh, my purpose was to. Uh, misinform everyone because uh, I lost it and, and, I, and I want it back. Yeah. And you can't. Be, that's thought police. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Can't you figure out why the media is giving Trump so much oxygen? They want him to be the nominee because he will Bingo. lose bigly to Biden. Wake up. We will lose again if we keep supporting Trump. Couldn't agree more. Uh, yeah. 
All I know is I'm not voting for a convicted sex uh, assaulter and a man who tried to uh, send fake electors to overturn the election. Go to DeSantis. So, well, uh, more people who don't want Trump to win uh, are equal to <laughs> DeSantis's. <laughs> how many people want want him to run? So, well, the ticket for Trump is either him and uh, one of three. Uh, women, uh, one, one of two governors or, or a senator, mm-hmm. or it's DeSantis. If he wants to make sure he gets Florida, it's Trump and DeSantis. That's yeah. it. I mean, you know, it, 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 that's, yeah. yeah. It could be close in Florida if he doesn't take DeSantis. Yeah. <laughs> Breaking news. Uh, police car loses wheels to theft. Cops are working tirelessly, Shane, tirelessly to nab the suspect who told uh, took their wheels. Oh, yeah, yeah the, the big story on CNN this week was a reporter saying that, uh, showing a picture of a broken window in his rental car in San Francisco. And the story, the headline, fifth car broken into in San Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> rental. Fifth rental car. Yeah. Well, there's been a lot of rental cars broken into. In fact, 20%, I think, uh, one of the car- cars were reporting they're coming back uh, after uh, being rented by people in various cities. They're being vandalized. So. Yeah. Uh, Obama had to sign off on what his VP did. Come on, man. And we kind of go along with that. Uh, if the January 6th indictments are legit, then everyone who said the Bush election and the 2016 election were fraudulent should be indicted as well. How stupid is that? They have no, uh, they have to prove intent. Remember Comey refusing to indict Hillary because her intent wasn't to destroy evidence when she hammered the phones. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> she had no intent. Yeah, there, there was no clear thought. There was no clear thought of what she was doing. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see. In New York, Washington, D.C., you can die the ham sandwich as long as it's a Republican conservative ham sandwich. Yeah, that's for sure. That's what I say. I what, think what? I, I think the thing in D.C., they need to get a change of venue for the D.C. Uh, charges, Shane, because they're not well, going to get yeah. they're not going to get a Republican jury in D.C. any way, shape, or form. Well, but the, the reality is, is it, it it's just it's just a ham sandwich with a couple of slices of bread. There's no cheese or lettuce or mayonnaise. It is yeah. like, yeah. I, if they put if if they find him guilty, mm-hmm. if she tries to put him in jail, if any of these ha- things happen, it yeah, it, the, 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 yeah it, it's all over. He's he's president. Period. Nobody goes to jail for lying on their firearms application unless the gun is used in a crime. If you cooperate with the IRS, you don't go to jail either. So, well, that's true because uh, mm-hmm. Trump's done all that with the IRS, yeah. with the records at the uh, uh, you know, the government the library, but they've mm-hmm. still indicted him and claimed he's you know committed crimes. <laughs> yeah, it, it you know it, it's a it's a it's a communist uh, yeah. manifesto guidelines. Show me the man, and yeah. I'll I'll indict him. I suggest visitors, uh, listeners, uh, uh, Google Victor Sokin, Sokin, Shokin, sorry, 
and to see why he was found guilty uh, with bags of cash and diamonds. Yeah, the guy was a crook, uh, like everyone in Ukraine is, including their leader. So, <laughs> what, are you try- what are you trying to tell me? Uh, please tell me what evidence there is to Joe Biden. Yeah, Hunter's a grifter, but even Hunter did nothing illegal by conning suckers. Um, well, it depends. Depends on how he did it and what, what it was for. So well, he has to register that's as a foreign agent. Guy. Yeah, as a foreign agent. So, uh, Democrats just like stomach fingers. Everything they touch turns to crap. There you go. <laughs> Have to go along with that one, I guess. <laughs> Joan Rivers died from a simple medical procedure shortly after saying Obama was gay. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I've, I've never heard that. <laughs> yeah, that's a new one for me. So, um, I get it. Uh, uh, do you love Trump? Uh, but there's no way he can win a general election. Uh, you supporters are going to give you four more years of Joe Biden. I'll blame all of you for not uh, uh, for not telling that. Uh, I'm going to get a better candidate. So, well, the guy is in still running at the top of the polls. You know, for Republicans, independents will decide the election chain. It all independents always. Yeah, it'll, it'll be less. Yeah, independents always less than decide the election. Five hundred thousand votes in five states. Yeah. Uh, he was convicted by a jury and not looking good for Trump. Well, yeah, as I say, with seventy indictments, they're going to get him for something. So, state or so. state or federal or whatever, they're going to get him for something. Too many, uh, too many law, or too many. Uh, too well, many, this is one of those throwing a ship against the wall and it'll stick. Well, but it, some of it will stick. <laughs> oh, I see. So, in the case of Trump, yeah. uh, the more shifts they throw against the wall, he'll be. They'll find him guilty. But mm-hmm. boy, the, the, no matter how much shifts you throw against the wall, the Biden's yeah. there's no smoking gun. He hasn't mm-hmm. done anything wrong. This is totally yeah. normal. He's going to run for president. Yep. Wow, how, how lopsided is that? Well, Whoa. That's, that's where we are. And, no, ha- and half are. the country will vote for him. Yeah. Uh, Trump is one more indictment away from guaranteeing his election. Yeah, if he gets one more, you get a set of, uh, set of state knives, I think. Well, that's why George is holding off, because they know more news about the Biden family's coming and mm-hmm. you know when it comes then they'll you know to, to grab yeah. hold of the news cycle on the 21st century social media mm-hmm. you know they'll indict them again that's yeah. it that's, we know we know we already we've already watched it in the last six months with four indictments thus far yeah. so like sure. <laughs> please it's coming <laughs> like it or not so <laughs> Oh, man. Well, there's got to be something else we can talk about besides Trump, Shane. So <laughs> let me see what we got. Well, uh, and- well what, what about this IRS pledge now? The 75,000 new investigators aren't coming to your home. They're just going to send you a letter. Yeah, that's it. Well, the city commission, uh, the city commission is deciding uh, that uh, they're going to uh, they're going to do some ordinances on um, 
They're proposing a new ordinance to establish restrictions to urban camping. So uh, on a Tuesday night, if you want to head down to the county or city commission meeting at uh, Ralph's at City Hall uh, on uh, Tuesday night, August 8th, the city commission will consider adopting an ordinance that will add restrictions to the time, place, and manner in which people can shelter and camp on city roads. So uh, you'll want to go down and check that out because, well, if you if you live in an area where they're camping in your area, you probably don't like it. So, well, I just want to point out to everyone that there's 70 million Americans that pay taxes. Some people say as high as 100 million, but you know, if the IRS sends out 10 letters a year to each of those people, yeah, that's enough to keep the U.S. Post Office in service. I would think so. Yeah, yeah, so that that. That's really the dirty, dirty little secret here. Is that, yeah. You know, they, they had to save the post office. All right. Well, we'll see. Uh, they're they're doing things, or they're proposing things like making uh, campers move every five days or something like that. You only sit there for five days, then you got to move 10 feet, and, uh, and you can sit there again, I guess. So. Oh, yeah, they're going to chalk their tires. Yeah. Well, the other thing, too, uh, the city commission, as we uh, know, they uh, voted to uh, slower speed limits on city streets, Shane. Uh, we had uh, we had the death of a high school teacher, uh, Kelly Fulton, uh, on uh, Oak Street, uh, I guess. And uh, so they've uh, the city commission decided they're going to start lowering speed limits on the various streets around. That is not one of them because that's a state street. It's run by the state, so they'll have to petition the state if they want to reduce the speed limits on that. And this is, uh, I don't know, uh, I've, I've lived in Bozeman, uh, well, starting my 31st year here, and uh, nobody in Bozeman drives the speed limit, not that I'm aware of anyway. <laughs> I mean, they just don't. So, <laughs> lowering the speed well, limit, it, 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 you know. It, it, uh, it's an interesting aspect of true science. Mm-hmm. A, a car uh, going less than uh, 35 miles an hour produces more CO2 um, than, you know, going more than 35 miles. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I, at first I thought, maybe they have this wrong because they're just going to create more, you know, pollution and poison in your city. On the other hand, oh, maybe it's still the, elect- uh, you know, the electric cars, uh, batteries don't run out so quickly, so you know, yeah, they have to go slow. Yeah, uh, it's true that indictments make Republicans support Trump more. That's winning the battle nomination, but it hurts him in the general. Independence will not come back. Time to abandon Trump and pick an actual general winner. We have better choices. Winning the battle is useless if you lose the war. Trump can only win the nomination. Will lose the general election. I don't think so. The, the numbers are starting to pile up so big that mm-hmm. I think the black vote will reverse itself and they'll get 15 to 20%. And independents, particularly young people, um, mm-hmm. you know, they, they've been uh, assaulted by the Democratic, you know, like the mm-hmm. promise of not paying their debts or having a degree and not being able to find a job or you know, just looking at this from uh, the standpoint of having an education and maybe knowing something about the country and going, this, this isn't right. So, yeah. 
Well, we'll see. That's why it's going to be interesting. That mm-hmm. those, those are the two demographics I want to see: the African American vote, the independent, uh, eighteen to thirty-five, and the women in the suburbs. Th- those are the three groups I want to look at. Yeah. All right. Aren't you guys embarrassed to be part part of the fourth column? I think uh, I think he's talking about the fifth estate, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, who are supposed to expose political corruption rather than covering for the Biden crime family. I don't think we're covering for the Biden crime family. I just, uh, the government is inept at drawing a line between Hunter and Joe. And where's the money? You know, where where did the money end up? That's, that's what well, well, clearly they, <laughs> look, you, you've got two people from the government involved in this investigation that told you they were told to stand down. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know what more you want. Excuse me. Yeah. What are the details on the death of this teacher? Uh, see, this is a problem with liberals, always taking things out of context. Well, the uh, the teacher, I believe, was hit on Oak Street uh, near uh, Smith's um, riding a bicycle. And I don't know if somebody made a turn or what or wasn't paying attention or... Uh, I don't know the particulars of it, but, uh, yeah, uh, unfortunately, uh, in fact, uh, by the bus stop there, there's a bicycle uh, tethered to uh, one of the poles with uh, flowers and everything on it, so as the scene of the crime. Hey, it's dangerous. Yeah. When I'm standing in a crosswalk, even if the light changes, I always look to my left yeah. to make sure a car isn't there planning to turn right. Amen. You know, because um, <laughs> yeah. in Toronto, five uh, you know, five people a week, are particularly old people over 60% or older people like me. Five people a week in Toronto are getting hit yeah. by people turning right mm-hmm. before the light changes or just as it changes. And they're not and looking not, at Don't it. even notice the person going to cross the crosswalk. All right. We'll, be, we'll be right back right after these important words. Stay tuned. Seven minutes after the hour of 10 a.m. It's Saturday. It's August 5th, 2023. It's Sweet Pea Weekend. Fly in over in Three Forks. So a lot going on this weekend. It's a drizzly, rainy Saturday. So <laughs> having, a, having a high old time, Shane. So uh, There you go. Yeah. Our uh, our ten thirty guest is uh, going to be uh, Jeremy Miglin, um, uh, who's running for uh, running against John Tester for the Senate in uh, Montana, uh, having some car issues, so he's going to be calling in at ten thirty, Shane. So uh, if he calls in during the break, I'll put uh, you and him together for the moment until we can get him on the air. So if that will work Very for cool. you, all right. So. So, uh, yeah, he was having some car issues, so he's going to have to call in uh, instead. So, oh, like, need, Captain. Yeah. Uh, I'm on a motorcycle in Bozeman every day, weather permitting, and the majority of car drivers are holding a cell phone, either texting, planning, or to text or talking. Uh, yeah, we get a lot of that. Uh, and it's, uh, you're supposed to, it's supposed to be illegal using a handheld devices within the city limits chain. So while you're driving, so. Well, it's, a, it's pretty ridiculous. I mean, yeah. we, we are in the 21st century and, uh, most cars even used that you buy now have Bluetooth. So you, you, you know, you don't need yeah, to you, you don't need the phone. Uh, you can talk through your car. You, so, you, yeah. you can even prompt it for a voice activated yeah, texting. Yeah, that's you know, it. you can sure. you can talk to your phone to do yeah. a text. Yeah. So it's, yeah. 
It's no different than changing the radio station, right? <laughs> yeah. <It's, laughs> my question is, uh, what is so important that these drivers are willing to put my life and the lives of other motorists at risk uh, in jeopardy? So uh, maybe we need a secondary law like the seatbelt law allowing law enforcement to access cell phone records at the time of an accident to see if the driver was negligently on the phone. Yeah, that we hear that uh, they're using that as a source of information in investigations. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, the, the cocaine issue in the White House, you know, they, they said they, the Secret Service claimed they mm-hmm. checked Hunter's pings to see if he was in the White House. Yeah, there you are. Uh, there's no constitutional right to overturn an election. Uh, not that I'm aware of, anyway. I'm, there's what? No constitutional right to overturn an election. Of course, there is. That's at the beginning in the first block. I told you, you had it happen, you know, t- twice already. Thomas Jefferson in 1800 and John Quincy Adams 1824. Okay, well there you are. Uh, if you honestly think that Donald Trump's being prosecuted about free speech, um, who said he was being prosecuted for free speech? Not me. He's being prosecuted for fraud, fraud in the election, and uh, taking papers well, he shouldn't have, and, and, and things like that. But yeah, and 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 defrauding people of the rights by yeah. uttering uh, lies. Yeah. But you have to, and and the the claim is is that the lie is is that he knew he lost the election, but lied about losing yeah. it like that. <laughs> Look, I, I I regrettably have never met Mr. Trump. I. I Certainly would like the opportunity to, but yeah. from everything I see, this guy truly believes, beyond a doubt in my mind, that he <laughs> was stolen. So I, I, don't, I don't know where that goes. Yeah. Uh, anyone that would vote for or supports China, Joe Biden, must have the IQ of a cockroach. Well, you know, I was watching uh, an old movie last night about Steve Jobs. It was pretty mm-hmm. cool. Um, the, the, one of the big highlights of the movie was about his 1984 uh, Super Bowl ad. Remember uh, about the robots? And, mm-hmm. and it was one of the most uh, remarkable ads of all time. Yeah. And it, it, that's what this tr- case sort of looks like, that ad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, if you want to read, uh, if, if you want me to read the indictment, please indicate which of the 70 you want me to read. <laughs> yeah, it's only 141 pages. It's not that big of a read. Well, that's the testimony. I'm talking I know, about the readout. I'm, I'm, I'm saying the readout of his testimony is only. Oh, yeah. Five. Yeah, read the testimony from uh, Devin Archer. Yeah. Um, I didn't read the whole thing, I just did searches for phone calls, Joe Biden. Uh, payments, yeah. uh, things like that. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. As I said, uh, you know, send me the uh, send me which of the seventy indictments you want me to read, and I will. Yeah. Uh, I'll try and get to it this week sometime uh, if I can. So, yeah. Whichever one of the seventy uh, you're you're talking about, uh, I'll be happy to uh, check it out. Well, it's great because Trump's going to teach America about how the court system works. You know, he taught them how their government well, yeah. worked oh. and how elections work. Now he's going to uh-huh. teach America how the courts work. This is this is going to be good. Yeah. yeah. So there you are. So we'll find out, I guess. So uh, I don't know. It's 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 a cruel world out there. So not if you have money. Yeah. Well, we've got a monumental UFO scandal looming, Shane. 
<laughs> the decades-long saga of unidentified flying objects is barreling headlong toward one of two stunning conclusions. Either the U.S. government has mounted an extraordinary decades-long cover-up of USO retrieval and reverse engineering activities, or elements of the defense and intelligence establishment are engaging in a staggeringly brazen psychological dis- disinformation campaign. So, well, two, I have two comments. <laughs> Everything we learn tells us they're malevolent. And number two, and this is the most important, <laughs> Space Force. Why do you think Trump created Space Force? Yeah. What is wrong with these people? You already now have. Uh, a part of your military, that its job yeah. is to make yeah. this determination. You know, all this mm-hmm. stuff, we got to investigate it. And, you know, they, they finally decided they're going to leave Space Force, you know, headquartered mm-hmm. in Colorado, yeah. not move it to Alabama. I mean, that's mm-hmm. what they're deciding on and not trying to figure out about, the, mm-hmm. you know, these, well, they're not UFOs anymore, right? No. Unidentified platform whatever they are yeah phenomenon of some kind i, phenomenon, I don't forget yeah. what they're called yeah it's pretty uh it's pretty ridiculous so anyway but but uh yeah i uh yeah unidentified uh, phenomenon. yeah i i've said before uh i don't deny there are things in the sky i've seen things in the sky myself you know you don't, yeah, live, clouds, you, don't you don't live this long without seeing something in the sky you don't understand or can't identify or whatever but I still believe that uh, life in the universe, absolutely, it's probably everywhere. Intelligent life, uh, not so much. So, compared to what? <laughs> well, it's, uh, the conditions have to be the no, conditions that, that have was, to be absolutely right, not for just a little while, but like for no, millions I, was, of years. Eagleman, that was sarcasm. That's I understand sarcasm that. in reference to glad the you human told me. being being intelligent. Yeah, glad you told me. Um, yeah, I, I, intelligent life probably out there somewhere, intelligent life that can reach us and find us doubtful. I don't know. So, well, I, I, you know, I have no idea. So. Yeah. Well, I don't either. I, That's what I, I'm saying. I have true faith in yeah. my Christ and my Lord. Yeah. And I'm, I'm good with God creating us. And we've had this conversation of yeah. you know, ev- evolution or creation. Yeah. And I've always said they're the same, you know. God used uh, uh, evolution to uh, uh, to uh, make creation. Yep, we've had that conversation. So there we are. So uh, either possibility would have profound implications uh, for democracy, the role of government, and perhaps also humanity's place in the cosmos. So, nah, it has nothing to do with government. It's all yeah. religion. Yeah. No, I, I mean yeah. it, it. It you know, not not the Christian or no, no. It's the we're, we're talking side, about the, the we're talking Muslim we're not, and Buddhist. And we're Hindu not talking side, about that. We weren't talking about that. I I know, but you're saying this would have impact on government. It, I'm saying it won't. The biggest <laughs> impact on this that there there is other intelligence life would impact Hindus, uh, Muslims and uh, uh buddhists they're the ones that you know they they would well they, they would have a real issue okay you're well, st- not necessarily buddhist that's a philosophy yeah. well you're you're still out of touch because we're talking about either there's a cover-up uh and they're of reverse engineering uh, all of that or a psychological disinformation so for those reasons those reasons uh, it's imperative that congress and federal 
uh, law enforcement agencies devote significant resources to investigating a series of remarkable UFO-related developments. Oh, and they're so good at investigating things. I know. I know. We've we've seen that <laughs> with with Hunter and Joe and Trump and everybody else. They're so good at getting this information out there. Yeah, uh, right. Man, what... <laughs> is there any way to do it? So. Well, I, all I know is Trump took a look at it. He mm-hmm. said he would release information about this yeah. issue, mm-hmm. and what he did is create Space Force. So that yeah. should answer your question. There we go. All right, let's take a phone call. 406-522-TALK is the number. Call your own with Tom and Shane. What's up? First of all, Trump, my name is Joel. Uh, Trump did not create Space, what is it, Space Command? Space Force. Space Force. Yeah. I was an orbital analyst in the Space Defense Center as of 1964. I went to End Air Force Base, and then we moved into NORAD Cheyenne Mountain. So we had Space Defense Command at cataloging every object moving around the Earth at that time. Our job wasn't to try to figure out whether there was something coming from other planets. We were trying to figure out what the Russians were doing. Mm-hmm. Because all they put all they put up was Cosmo satellites, which were spy satellites. Yeah, you you guys also you know let us know there's like what six hundred thousand pieces of garbage. And, you know, you know, I mean the the, the garbage well, dump in space man's created is huge. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're right because every when they put up a launch like the Cosmos, there was the rocket body and there was a fairing that kept the two together and. Some other pieces, and we cataloged everything in about sixty. In about nineteen sixty-five or something like that, some idiot, some scientist, convinced them to put up a whole bunch of what they call little space needles, and to see how how small an object we could track. And boy, if that didn't fill up! But I, I served there four years. At the end of my four years, I went overseas to a big eighty-foot tracker. The track satellite, but before that, before I left the Cheyenne Mountain, we were Nora Cheyenne Mountain. We were uh, just in the hundreds. We were, hadn't even reached ten thousand objects, or excuse me, a thousand objects yet. Hmm. And so now you can imagine. They showed a picture once I saw on YouTube of all that garbage yeah. floating around us. And it's <laughs> going know, at it seventeen thousand like... miles an hour. I mean, uh, anything from the size of a pea to a an engine. I mean, yeah. if it hits anything like a space station, oh my God. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I just saw something neat on YouTube the other day. They had this great big machine some people have put together. They go out in the ocean and pick up this junk, just tons mm-hmm. of bottles and plastic and you name yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really, and, and that, that's what they're going to have to do to space here pretty soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, the, 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 some things are so small that the. The the breakdown of their you know orbit is so slow, yeah. you know it could take centuries for it to end up in the atmosphere burning up. Yeah, it's yeah. it's really weird. Yeah, they'll have this body go along and the arm will come out and grab the satellite and turn it upside down and dump it into the yeah that's <laughs> the right. waste thing, set it back down and go on the next one. Well, NASA's always claiming they don't have to clean it up because you know their orbit will disintegrate and it'll yeah. burn up in the atmosphere, yeah. but not happening very. It's not happening fast enough. Yeah. Well, that's the, we, we weren't we weren't looking. Hey, you know what? In all honesty, in all the four years that I worked at mm-hmm. uh, at space the space center down in, in NORAD Cheyenne Mountain, I never once heard anybody from 
the lowest enlisted to a once in a great while you'd rub shoulders with a higher rank or a ranking officer or a general in NORAD, and uh, they never ever ever talked about mm-hmm. creatures from other sp- uh, yeah. planets coming here. Yeah, it, it just the words it just it wasn't used. We just never yeah, even yeah. thought of it. <laughs> You well, know, if it wasn't for war second. games, no American would know about Iron Mountain. Yeah. Well, the, we were the the Space Defense Command or Space Center, Space Defense Center, SDC. It's where I worked. <laughs> they yeah. changed it now, and as you said, and I, I just saw a picture in the Air Force Times of all the displays they have. I, you know, I, I could send you a copy of it. They're just displays, but. They they were in Norad Cheyenne Mountain. I I don't remember because I was not on active duty with them when they moved it out of uh, Norad Cheyenne Mountain. So, but I at first I was against Trump changing it to a separate command. I thought it wasn't necessary because it was under Norad. But the thing is, I can see now with all the activity centered on space that it was a smart move. Yeah. Right? Wouldn't you say? All right. Thanks, Thank Sons. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate I, it. I would agree with you and say yes. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Well, if, apparently, uh, David Grush, I don't know if you saw this guy, Shane, um, uh, testifying before Congress that uh, uh, I know the exact locations of retrieved UFOs, and those locations were provided to the Inspector General and to the Congressional Intelligence Committees. Uh, he stated, I actually have the people with the first-hand knowledge. <laughs> I don't have the spacecraft. I don't have the people, but I've got the first-hand knowledge people. So, <laughs> in other words, I got hearsay uh, that I could give well, you, I, that I could provide you. The proof to that's in the bipartisan approval, pretty much unanimous, for Trump creating Space Command. You know, the Senate and the House, mm-hmm. they, they, you know, they, they, uh, you know they, they passed it without... A vote. It was unanimous consent in both houses. So yeah. clearly, they all have been told or instructed something we don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it's unlikely that uh, Grush would, uh, speaking to Congress under oath, would perjure himself so brazenly over such specific, uh, f- uh, falsifiable acts, uh, particularly with his high-profile attorney sitting directly behind him. So. Well, I don't doubt that he's talked to people that claim there's UFOs and they got the spacecraft and they got the dead bodies and all of that. I don't, I don't dispute that. I just, how about, could you have, brought, could you have brought a picture maybe of the dead bodies or maybe, maybe a piece of the craft, you know, just that's sort of sitting there in limbo, you know, floating on the table. Maybe, uh, maybe that would be a little more convincing to me. But I, I'm waiting for a witness to show up with a tape of Biden, you know, that, that, that he pulls out of his pocket, unbeknownst to his lawyers or anyone else. And during his testimony, he takes it out, turns it on, and everybody hears Biden talking to Hunter or his buddies about money. That that would be so, totally cool. Well, no, it, Biden would be talking to ex- extraterrestrials about uh, okay. who's how long he's going to be in power yeah, that's <laughs> making a deal <laughs> like that's a little more well, you know it's like this uh you know time running out you put on the list of facebook settlement at 725 million mm-hmm. and i and i read the the, the article and i you know i have to say this because the irony is just beyond belief so 
-hmm. Basically, long story short, short uh, Meta, the uh, parent of Facebook, uh, agreed to pay us this sum of 725 uh, because it allowed people's personal data to be mm -hmm. shared with third parties. But yeah. then it goes on to say, and this is the best part, the most famous third party to get access was Cambridge Analytica. And the consulting firm that supported Donald Trump's 2016 presidential campaign. Yeah. So, they, you know, they're paying $725 million for giving him information, but they're claiming, you know, aside from the $500 million they said they spent against him and that the Russians were on his side. It, it, the irony in these stories, you're brilliant, Eagle Man. I had to bring it up before we ran out of time. Oh, that's okay, yeah. Well, the time we've got left, uh, an unidentified electric vehicle, actually a Tesla Model Y, accused of siphoning power from the local electricity electric utility, energized the gossip mill in the small town of Ikalaka last week, prompting front-page <laughs> newspaper coverage, a frantic apology, and in the end, some jawboning about the future of transportation in one of the most remote counties in the lower 48 states. So I don't know if you've ever been to Ekalaka, Shane, but uh, 400 people strong, and this guy comes in. <clears throat> These two Los Angeles uh, folks, uh, driver Chad uh, Lauterbach and his girlfriend, uh, Alice Markham, uh, drove up from, from Los Angeles to volunteer at the County Museum's annual dinosaur festival. So that's what they were doing here. And uh, he's a, uh, uh, the girlfriend apparently is a nationally prominent taxidermist to help out at the museum. So, Yeah, the important part of the article is the city council decided to unplug the plug-in power station. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah this, was, uh, this was there, I guess, for the festival yeah. or something. And they decided, yeah, we're just going to plug that baby in. So, uh, yeah, the town of 400, they're thinking about maybe they should put a charging station in, even though Akalaka is not exactly a destination point of travelers no. <laughs> coming to Montana. So, With electric cars. I was going to say with electric cars, that's for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, they're... Uh, uh, but yeah, they said uh, yeah. The car tells them, told them in Gillette, Wyoming, uh, they're heading into a charging desert. <laughs> There's not not much charging uh, available in Montana in certain places. So well, in 1912, electric cars were out selling combustion engines in New York City. They were yeah until until Ford created the Model T. Yeah. And uh, the, the my favorite line of it was, "It's five hundred dollars." And you can have it in any color you want, as long as it's black. Yeah. Well, actually, the uh, automatic starter, I think, which uh, either Dodge or Chrysler came out with, killed the electric car. Because otherwise, you had to crank that Model T. That's right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was the electric starter that uh, killed the uh, electric cars. in Because uh, you could run them on gas, and they'd go a lot further, and there wasn't charging and all the stuff going on. But That's right. But, uh, yeah, so the same thing will come to pass here, that we don't have a grid that can take electric cars or flying machines or anything else. So it's, we're out of luck. So unless they, uh, unless they start building more dams on rivers or uh, something or pepper the entire United States with solar panels, um, we're going to be in uh, trouble if uh, Ford just lost a boatload of money on electric cars. Four billion. Yeah, yeah, until you break up the 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 
the network in your country and create state utilities, you're not going to yeah. have enough power. Nope, not going to work. All right. All right, that's going to wrap up this segment. Hopefully, uh, Jeremy Magalin will uh, join us by phone coming up in the next uh, half hour. He's running for the uh, Senate against John Tester. So uh, we'll be chatting with him. So we'll be back right after this. Stay tuned. 27 minutes for the top of the hour. We are welcome. Welcome back. Tommy Galoff, your morning mayor. Shaman Tobin, half man, half amazing in Kamloops, Canada. And we've got... uh, um, Senate candidate uh, Jeremy Migland on the line. No? What do we the got? Other, the other caller I was talking to. Okay. <laughs> caller, who are you? <laughs> Morning. Yeah, this is Jeremy Migland. That's what I thought. Yeah, it's a candidate running for pro, for a Senate. You got it right. <laughs> oh, I, I misunderstood. I, right. I said to him, you know, I, we'll, we'll have you on because Tom's expecting a call from Jeremy Miglin, but he didn't tell me it was him. Sorry, I misunderstood you. <laughs> it's him. So what were All you right. guys talking about anyway? <laughs> anyway, Jerry, tell us about the five businesses Tom said you sold to run for Senate. Um, yeah, you know what? I got the, it actually started me and the wife started a, a general construction business building residential homes uh, in Helena. So we started that together and it kind of Everybody kind of begged me to go into concrete, and it expanded into uh, excavating. And uh, then I started uh, excavating concrete, uh, general construction, started in Butte, developed land in Butte, Deer Lodge, and bought the lumberyard over in Deer Lodge about two years ago. <clears throat> but I ain't got time to do both. So uh, I have it all under under contract to be sold. So we're just waiting on them to close. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, kind of like Cortez, burn it. Yeah, I don't have a plan. There you go. <laughs> so. Well, normally we start out uh, with a candidate. Uh, give us the elevator pitch. Uh, tell us who you are and uh, why you're running, uh, what your thoughts are on uh, the government, and uh, why you would want to be a uh, senator from Montana. Yeah, well, I don't trust the government as far as I can spit right now. Uh, so, you know, I'm... Uh, I'm blue collar. I worked my whole life, uh, broken bones and scarred my whole life. And now our country just being given away. So, you know, I love Montana. I love my country. I love my God and I love my family and I ain't going to hand any of them down. I ain't going to hand any of them over. So, um, you know, it kind of started with the COVID mat, uh, the COVID, uh, mandates is where it all kind of started. Um, at the snap of Washington DC's fingers, you know, they shut down our churches shut down our businesses irs right now is after our guns and great balls um federal overreach federal overreach we're gonna put an end to it so you know i said like tester you know that's where the problem is you want to quit getting bit and get the head off the snake so <laughs> yeah we that's should where we're at. yeah we should mention you're the first candidate to throw your um, uh hat in the ring so to speak others have followed you but i uh, believe you were number one to declare uh, for this first, I believe. Yeah, I, I filed a year ago in July. Um, mm-hmm. Year ago in July because you know I'm going from nothing, no name recognition, to uh, building building the base. So yeah, we spent a whole year building the base, and I got great great followers, and uh, we got a really solid base. 
Yeah. That's what we need. So, well, yeah. well, you you mentioned uh, COVID. Uh, you know, we went through the lockdowns and everything. Uh, I think uh, you mentioned government overreach, and right now we're we're looking back on this, uh, thinking, well, was that all that shut down, or was that government intrusion really necessary? And was it a test to see how much government could control the population? It, it, I, first, by personal opinion, it absolutely was a test, and there's something something worse coming coming up ahead. You know, it was it was really frustrating to me as a born again Christian. It was pretty frustrating to me that everybody just kind of volunteered, but it, uh, to just follow along. You know, mm-hmm. especially churches, and you know, in the early days, that's fine. Nobody knew what was going on. You know, we were all trying to figure it out. But um, you know, for and I get people were scared and. And, and I get that side of it, but for churches to just uh, shut down, you know, the first thing a church is going to teach them to be scared. That's the first thing you're going to teach a new, uh, new believer is, hey, be, be scared. God's not in control. Yeah. So I had a real problem with churches shut down. First yeah, thing. they kept strip clubs open, uh, liquor stores yeah. were open, uh, Walmart was open, all these things where you're, you know, you got hundreds of people roaming around uh, with, <laughs> with or without masks or whatever, but... Uh, but yeah, it was it, it was a trying time and and an educational time for us as to what government can actually do. Yeah, in a just in a heartbeat. Yep. Yeah. It, Jeremy, it, how, and, how big and, of you a know, challenge is, for it. Jeremy, how big of a challenge is Tester as the incumbent senator? Uh, you know, I'm running because uh, there's a few others interested, and my opinion is, uh, you know, we the people. Uh, we the people are not the minority, and uh, blue, blue collars paying our price. You know, I'm paying a tremendous price. We're, we're the ones that are paying the price for all this overreach and the and and the government. So, really, I think I think uh, personally, I think I'm probably the only one that can beat him. Um, you know, because you know we we look at Sheehy. Uh, he started his campaign over in Washington D.C. and lobbyists, and that's just not that's just not Montana. You know, we're we're all kind of sick of the government overreach, especially through COVID. You know, mm-hmm. so uh, my personal opinion, is I I do stand the best chance. Uh, you know, and we need to send blue collar to we need to send blue collar to DC. I mean, that's my message. We're the ones paying the price. We're the ones that need to stand up and take control of this thing. So, yeah. Um, what about the uh, one of the things that's going to come become come before Congress, I guess, uh, sooner or later, uh, Mayorkas and the open borders and things like that. Uh, mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on the borders? Uh, should we rebuild the wall? Or uh, right now, it's just laying there rusting. Uh, so, <laughs> Yeah. Um, th- that should be our, our really our number one priority. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's not going to completely stop uh, immigration. Uh, illegal immigration, but it's going to slow it down to a point that we can control it. You know, yeah. ten ten people can't stop ten thousand immigrants coming across the border. Yeah. You know, it's just the sheer volume that's mm-hmm. messing with us. Drugs, mm-hmm. uh, the sex trafficking here in Montana. We spend over a hundred and fifty billion dollars a year on illegal immigrant uh, illegal immigration. And to put that in context, if Montana was to put that bill. That's over $150,000 for every single Montanan to put that bill. That's how much money it is. Um, mm-hmm. So we're, we're paying a lot of money for illegal immigrants. And it's really frustrating that we're kicking vets out of 
I heard is read a news story that we're kicking vets out of their out of their shelters in order to housing. Yeah. So that's just that's insanity. The amount of money hey, Jer- we're spending. Jeremy, what, what's your position on the XL pipeline? Uh, on the Keystone pipeline here. Yeah. It 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 would it would create tens of millions of dollars in revenue. Um, we were close to it would have took six months to finish. We would have been near energy independent if we had that. It was immediately shut down. Um, and it's a matter of national security, honestly. We've drained our oil reserve. We've cut off cut off our oil. Now it was it's just an agenda to push electric cars. I'm on my way up this weekend up on the High Line to talk to an old friend of mine. Uh, he's got a contract to uh, for the electric vehicles. His contract is to every 100 miles he's going to put in diesel generators every 100 miles on the High Line to, to charge these electric vehicles. <laughs> That's it's like. Well, we were talking about we don't think the grid can handle uh, much more than it, than it has. So. Well, the thing about the the Keystone Pipeline that people don't realize is that's ninety million dollars a year in property taxes paid for by Canada. You know, I mean, every year, every single year. Thanks, Shane, for that ninety million that we're not getting, and that's some of the poorest counties in Montana. I mean, that that I was disappointed that Tester didn't battle that much harder, uh, and the other states that the pipeline goes through. Yeah, and and here's the here's the deal. The the Congress is is uh, in control of the executive on this thing. That you had uh, Mansion and Cinema begging for us to get together and make an energy put together an energy package. Mm-hmm. So instead of even our side getting together and Tester, instead of saying, "All right, we're an energy state, we have oil and gas, uh, 50 billion barrels in the Bakken oil field." Instead of getting together and putting together an energy package, they just let it go, and we ended up with this omnibus package that mm-hmm. they had to jump on. So mm-hmm. we could have shut down Biden's uh, attack on our oil industry pretty mm-hmm. pretty easily, but they just didn't stand up against it. And Tester's the biggest problem. Well, Jeremy, I- I'm going to give you some political advice. I think you should be yep. uh, voicing to Democrats in Montana a rallying call about, around Mike Mansfield who would be rolling in his grave with uh, Tester's uh, legacy, because he he has not stood up for Montana. Yep, and and it's out of state. You know, like uh, term limits are incredibly important. You know, and Tester's a great example of that. Mm-hmm. The longer you're over there, the more you get bought out by lobbyists. Yeah, that's just what happens. I mean, we got we got Biden can't even talk. Mitch McConnell has a stroke in mid sentence. Feinstein has to turn over power of attorney to uh, on his personal level. Um, and and these are the guys. These are the people running our country, you know. Yeah. So Tester's a prime example of, of selling out Montana, and it's because of out of state money. Yeah. Pretty soon you start representing California, yeah. DC, and New York instead of Montana. So uh, uh, yeah, yep. we need to office with uh, term limits. I'm a big supporter. Of term. All right. So well, Tester had a single vote that he, Tester had, had a single vote that he could could have controlled the the Democratic Party and the U.S. Senate. And, and and he just he just dropped the ball. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Jeremy, yep. we got a we've got a caller on the line. You want to take a phone call? Sure. See what the constituents have to say. <laughs> caller, you are uh, with Tom and Shane and uh, Jeremy Bygland. 
Hello. Hello. Okay. Well, I guess I didn't want to talk to you all that bad. <laughs> yeah, maybe I offended somebody already. It didn't take long, huh? No. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, I'm sure they probably heard what they wanted to hear. <laughs> so yeah, you're right. uh, no need to comment. So, well, let's go back to term yep. limits. Uh, one of the things uh, you know about uh, term limits, I I think if you're going to eliminate them, you're going to have to eliminate the pension because you can't have uh, you know four or five hundred people leaving every uh, eight years or so getting pensions. Uh, so, mm-hmm. you know, there'd have to be some some regulation on how much they get paid. But yeah. Um- you know, I guess I haven't put thought into that yeah. on the on the pension end of it. But you know, uh, we're we're meant to serve our country. That's the point mm-hmm. of it, right? It's not to go over there and make a bunch of money. And that's not why I'm going there. I'm not going over there for a new combine. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Sure. So I'm not going there for retirement or anything. Mm-hmm. Else. I'm going there to serve our country. So mm-hmm. I, you know, personally, I guess I haven't thought of it because I don't care about the pension. Or uh, living off our government. I mean, I, I'm going there to to stand up for Montana, not not going over there to make money. So, I I guess I don't have an opinion on that. I never thought about it because that's not why I'm going. Yeah, you know, I understand. Uh, if you're just joining us, we're talking with uh, Jeremy Migland. He's running for a U.S. Senate against John Tester in the uh, 2024 election. So, uh, we uh, wish him uh, well in that endeavor. And um, uh, one of the things, uh, taxes are always on everybody's mind, Jeremy. Uh, We're getting hit with property taxes right and left and income tax and state income tax, personal income tax, and all these taxes, gas tax and whatever. Um, There's got to be a way we can run government on, on less money. And, and, you know, I hate to be the one to tell everybody, but taxes ain't going down until we cut spending. You know, we just cut a sweetheart deal, sarcasm intended, for another $4 trillion in the next two years. You know, all the money we spent, we spent $200 billion in Ukraine. We spent uh, $150 on illegal immigrants. There's uh, some people up to pay up to $800 billion in wasteful spending. Um, we need to not only balance our budget before taxes go down, we need to shrink it. And we're just being taxed to death. These property taxes really irritate me in Montana. And, and I know that's a uh, state issue. And But I went to a lot of these tax meetings, not as a Senate candidate, but as your neighbor. I was all over the state um, at those tax meetings to try with people and see what's going on. But, you know, we have a constitutional right to own property. That's our constitutional God-given right, and to tax people off of their property, especially Montanans, cannot be constitutional. It just can't. And I've, I've put out calls, and uh, I'm really looking into the constitutionality of it, because just because something's legal and accepted doesn't mean it's constitutional. So yeah. uh, I'm really digging into the constitutional side of taxing people off their property, because um, that's what's going on. And Small businesses, me, I own several small businesses. I'm being taxed to death. I don't know how much longer I can keep paying these taxes. Mm-hmm. So, but we need to cut our spending. That's how our taxes are going to go down. That $4 trillion was the worst, worst yeah. deal. Mm-hmm. That was as bad as the Omnibus bill. Mm-hmm. No, that was $1.3 trillion. We added $2.5 trillion Democrats did to this last House bill. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. Sounds good. Let's try another phone yeah. call. Caller, you're on with uh, Jeremy Ryland. What's up? 
Okay. Well, maybe not. <laughs> our maybe phone, our phone system's a little iffy, uh, Jeremy. You're lucky you got in yourself. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so well, Jeremy, I, I, another heads up for you. Um, I, it's my feeling that uh, China Evergrande, it's one of the largest real estate uh, public companies uh, that uh, started uh, defaulting in 2021. And uh, it's a real estate holding company. It owns a lot of these ghost cities in China. And it's my belief that that's who's buying up all this property uh, in, your, in your country because of the collapse of uh, the real estate they hold in China. So that might be something you want to look into when elected senator. Oh, yeah, I, I, I am. Uh, you know, that China's, uh, especially Montana's buying up a massive amount of farmland. You know, they're trying to they're trying to control the food source. You control the water and the food. You control everything. So that's incredibly dangerous to have China come and find buying up all our all our farm ground, especially. And they're buying ground around all our missile silos. Like that Chinese balloon that came in, uh, you know, the one guy that could have shot that thing down would have been Tester. Yep. And guess where he was on that hollering and screaming, pretending he was going to do something, and where did it end up? Yeah. You know what I mean? So that China balloon, that Chinese balloon, and my personal feeling, and this might just be uh, whatever, you know, everybody says, what are they looking at? What are they looking at? Yes, the missile silos and the bases, yeah. but hanging around, hovering over uh, in our oil. The pipelines and the oil there, I can guarantee you they weren't looking at Buffalo. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Great Falls is the number one uh, producer of jet fuel in the world right now. As yeah. of, I think it was this year. Uh, you you send two drones in and get rid of the, the, the jet fuel yeah. Great Falls and mm -hmm. the billing response, yeah. that would be absolutely crippling crippling yeah. to our uh, to our fuel source. So yeah. uh, that Chinese balloon was a lot more dangerous than people think so kind of sneaking in and we better better look into it there you go yep all right let's try one more phone call caller you're on with jeremy mylan what's up good morning guys this is steve hey steve jeremy you are so right uh, when we set this country up the king wanted to own all the land and rent it back to us <laughs> And so we went to war with the king so we could own our property in America. And the king lost. But he didn't go away. He came back, and now we're paying property tax. Because if you don't pay the tax, who comes and gets it? The owner. And that's what's happened in America. There is so much... Uh, that our founding fathers understood, and we have been dumbed down in our public pool system, which is the tenth plank of the Communist Manifesto. And so we grow up, and we don't know anything other than what the, we learned in our public pool system. And that's what's going on. So All right, Steve. I hope. Hang on, Steve. Uh, we're getting up to the top of the hour. I want to give Jeremy a chance for closing arguments and uh, closing thoughts. So I think we got the gist of what you're talking about. So I'm going to, I'm going to let you go on that one. And uh, Jeremy, we got about three or four minutes left here um, for any, uh, anything that you want to uh, make sure the folks know about before you leave. Yep. Uh, 
you, you know, it, it, he had a real good point real quick. Mm-hmm. Is, yeah. Uh, we are not teaching civics in school for a very good reason. And so mm-hmm. people are dumbed down and don't know what's going on. So I'm very, very constitutionalist. You know, the very first thing, anything. Oh, there's a train. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you're not sitting on the track. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're awful close. <laughs> so, uh, the, I'll tell you this, the very first thing and the most important thing, the very first thing it's going to run through, it's going to be the constitutionality of it. Hmm. So, um, if it doesn't pass constitution and common sense, it's dead on arrival. Yeah. Well, I think we've really gotten away from that. Um, the uh, you know the Constitution uh, doesn't seem to carry the cloud once it did. Even in the Supreme Court, uh, we don't seem yep. to uh, have that. And that's another thing uh, that's really important about the Senate because the Senate approves uh, Supreme Court yep. judges and judges around the country. So uh, that's, that's-, a, that's a critical part of why we need um, you know people uh, who adhere to the Constitution to run for office. Yeah, that's exactly why I'm after the Senate, not the House. The House controls the money, the, ju- the Senate controls the judges, and that's exactly why I'm going after the Senate rather than the House. Yeah. So is the constitutionality. And, and here's what really irritated me. If you remember in the COVID, here's what really got me worked up is Joe Biden stood up and said uh, at a press conference, he says, uh, the COVID mandates, we know they're unconstitutional. We know they that it's going to fail, but we don't care because mm-hmm. by the time people figure it out, it goes through a court it's going to be too late. And Kamala Harris stands up and says, you know, the one thing we do know for sure is the federal government overrides all states' rights. Yep. Both are the top <laughs> leaders in our country, and that's what they had to say about our Constitution. I know, yeah. <laughs> Jeremy, how do, how do people— country, go back to the Constitution. Yeah, how do people who want to support you uh, get a hold of you or support you or whatever? Yep. Uh, if you can, go to retiretester.com. Uh, I bought that website quite a while ago, so that's pretty easy to remember. RetireTester.com. You can look me up, follow me on Facebook, and uh, you can also go to Miglin4Montana.com. So I have those two websites. So, uh, yeah, hop on Facebook and send me messages. I'd love to come see you. You know, I ain't got the money that the rest of the candidates do, but I got a lot of time. I can drive down and meet with you. All right. Jeremy, thanks so much for joining us. We really appreciate uh, having you on and uh, retiretester.com. Get over there and uh, check it out. And uh, uh, we wish you the best. And it's going to be a hard-fought race. So uh, good luck. Yep. Thanks for the time. I appreciate it. All right, man. Thanks so much. All right. Jeremy Miglin running for uh, the uh, Senate chain. So hopefully uh, he'll do well. So. And hopefully he'll call back. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, we got a lot of a lot of time before twenty twenty four comes around. So. <laughs> but we don't have a lot of time today, so we don't. Just, You're I, right. I just want to say <laughs> yeah. thank you, uh, Eagle Man. You're my BFF, and I appreciate this time with you. We sure we are so grateful to all the call-ins and texts, <laughs> and you know uh, my handle. Everyone, be happy, be safe, live in the moment, mm-hmm. live to work, and everyone enjoy this wonderful weekend. The weather. Maybe rainy now, but it'll get dry later. Well, Come home to your family with a smile on your face. That's the way they want to see you coming through the front door in the greatest country club in the world. Thank you, Thomas. Yeah, thank you, Jane. Thanks for being here. We appreciate it. Well, that's going to wrap it up for us, I think. Uh, boy, uh, it's it's been quite a week. Next week is going to be quite a week, too, uh, because 
Well, the government's going to do stupid stuff. I mean, they just are. So we're going to be there talking about it next week. So, all right. Thanks, Shane. Uh, thanks to Jerry McMichael for joining us. And um, we uh, we appreciate you guys so much out there supporting us. Thanks for all the texts. Thanks for all the phone calls and uh, being with us. And uh, we really appreciate that so much because, uh, you know, this is a labor of love for us. So, Sweet Pea Weekend, uh, get out and enjoy that. And also uh, the fly-in over at Three Forks. So, everybody have a good time. Stay safe out there. We've got a lot of road construction and stuff going on. So, be patient. Uh, you'll get to where you're going. Just to allow yourself a little extra time. That's going to wrap it up for me. I am out of here.